What's going on, everybody? It is Antonio, aka Galahad, the Goliath Paladin. And we are here for episode 73 of Collateral Damage. And holy hell, we are we are rocking and rolling in this series. And I've got to say, we are so close to uh, in-person, like live recording to the point of where we're going to catch these recordings are going to catch up to where we are in the live game because they're every other week um, that we're not, I, I don't know. I don't know what the plan is. But um, this past episode that we are going to be recapping, I re- fully remember when that episode uh, took place and like all the shenanigans that that uh, that went through. Um, and it's just kind of it's kind of crazy how we went from episodes that happened about a year ago to episodes that happened uh, about a month, month maybe two months ago. Um, but we're but we're here now, and um, I'm excited for y'all just to kind of see where we're at and to see where the characters progress and also how everyone is kind of in their own different spots and places as i'm sure you've heard listening to these past number of episodes um and i'm excited for all of you to see um galahad in his current in his current spot so um in, in tonight's in the tonight's at tonight's game because you'll be listening to this uh, the day a game is being played by the group um galahad is in full righteous fury and it is it is a wonderful glorious thing to see him go through and i'm sure i'm sure i'll be talking about that um because it was a very much fun galahad moment for for him and 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 for me just to kind of uh let him loose if you will and you'll I, i'm not gonna give anything away but you'll you'll enjoy um you'll enjoy him when you when you get to that point but overall just the fact that we are at 73 episodes we are almost 25 episodes away from being at episode 100 and it has been one hell of a wild ride with no end uh with no end in sight i i feel like the end of this campaign will be uh probably another year or so and then not to mention all the other campaigns we have on the back end for y'all to listen to and all the other wonderful characters we've created um since 2020 and playing playing dnd so um yeah and enjoy this episode enjoy where the journey is going sit back relax uh have a drink have a meal whether you're get some work done <laughs> whatever you do as you listen to these podcasts um enjoy them because we love doing them and we appreciate you you listening in so um yeah let's let's let galahad talk about what happened last week because um i'll i'll tell you i was surprised in those shenanigans anyway let's pass it off to him bye bahamut there's always always something i check zex and to my dismay Malar is within him I don't I don't know what to do Uh, outside I tell him he's fine he's fighting it he has the will he has his memories back he has us around him but inside I don't know I want to help him. I just, at this point, I, I, I don't have the means to. I don't know if any of us have the means to. But he's been with us through this entire thing. And the last thing I'm going to do is give up. I'll continue to figure out what I need to know to help exercise this demon out of my comrade. He did everything he did to get me out of prison. 
So, it's just... Uh, I, I can't imagine what he's going through. And now he's going through this process of finding religion through Solinar or Melora. And it's his first time. I'll do my best to shepherd him along the way, but it'll take more than just me standing by on this journey ahead of him as he confronts the demons within him. After that enlightening event of Malar, I had the opportunity to converse with Duo. Who would have thought the Bloodhawk? makes quite the companion. I can see why Zex loves him so much. I can see why Zex decided not to change his conclave. You can see that a bit of him is within this hawk. It's good. Loving something that... something else, another living being, it's another part of you. And I see that also Duo truly cares about him. That relationship between man and beast, it's it's beautiful. It's beautiful. It makes a <laughs> We didn't have that much going on in the mountains. Yes, we had a few domesticated animals, but nothing like that. That is And then the evening comes, just not thinking anything of it. We come up with a plan for, for us to be alerted if there's any issues with Zex. Zex decides to have Duo stay with me. Yeah, that was a pretty decent plan. And then there's a knock on my door. Duo wakes me up, and little do I know, it is Shanks under the guise of Gadolorial. Shanks and Argyle were given the simple task of staying in Nymora, watching over Zex's parents while we took the week-long journey to see the Arbiter. Apparently, simple instructions are, are hard for those two. They're already in a fucking cult. And most of most of cults that I read about, they just listen to the. They just listen. Why can't these two do this? Ugh, by the gods, I'm so fucking frustrated. Why? I thought. As I grabbed him and threw him into the room, and then I stormed off in my dire tiger war robe. Poor Aura. It was inappropriate of me, but I wasn't thinking. And then, to top it off, Argyle, Argyle is in the hold. Zex's parents are in the hold. The fuck is going on? Why is it that we get some answers? And then... And it's still not enough. It's still always fucking something. I can't get a day of rest without rubbing my temples in frustration with all the fucking nonsense we have to deal with. 
We sit there, talking with Argyle Shanks as they... as they tell us what happened in Nymora. And as they met people tracking us, it was one of the Palangard. And apparently, there's another one on the ship. And it seems like they've been told to look for me. But now, it's up to me to figure out how do I get their attention. see on the ship and you see it's sort of like almost sort of like a shutting off an old tube TV that sort of it's, it has that sort of like click and he just sort of vanishes why don't we have any of that cool shit <sighs> not the right alternate version of ourselves, obviously well the wrong alternate version has people with that kind of shit after them so I don't want to be that kind of a uh, right if that's the case then. Yeah, but you'd be a, a fucking paladin of Ariag. Doesn't that sound a little tempting? Like, I like the chaos, right? Right. Getting it over and- oh my God, we are fucking up, but not not as bad as no, maybe our was, other selves. Jesus this, Christ. This was good, though. Um, we needed to do this. We now have more information. We're you know, we being... need somebody who can get us into a teleportation circle onto this ship. That... Yeah, we, we have to burn the token. Not necessarily. What do you have in mind? Just, well, I'm thinking when we go back through town, uh, we could get a teleportation trip directly to the ship that they're on if we can find somebody that would give us that token oh, what and be able the... to help. Would the port have a means from where the ship took off from for emergency purposes to be able to get people then and that's what I mean. Whatever, yeah, whatever way, whatever way they allow that to happen. If they have a teleportation circle, then they should have a way to get us there. Somebody should have a way to get us into that place. You just have to, if I remember correctly, Argyle. You just have to have that on both ends. You would remember from the last time you thought about a teleportation circle and more has come back to you at this point uh, you in order to 
the teleportation circles that would be anywhere are the end points the spell and the circle that you would draw on the ground or on a surface would be the start point so someone would have to physically cast teleportation circle in order to enact you getting to that whatever is embedded to the end point to the end point yes so, but we would need knowledge of what the endpoint is, or yes, or well, someone would have yeah. to know, or someone would have to know what that endpoint is. Okay, we'd have to get that information from the port, most likely. Right. What uh? By this time, what's what's our clock looking like? Clock in what manner? Uh, like time. Oh, of day? Uh, like like time of day. Yeah, time like, of day. You're looking at like. It's close to dusk at this point. Do you, uh, you want to go now? Go now. We could ask around. And if, uh, we don't get any information or we're not being given information, I can go a little later and ask around or look around for myself. Okay. All right, I'd, I'd like to. I'd like to do something before we go. Something alone, or yeah, yeah, something, right. something alone. I'm sorry. I, I just need a minute to kind of process what just fucking happened. You're not that version that he's looking for. And he looks up at you slowly. And you see his golden eyes and he goes, yet. Whether it's yet or not, at this moment, you're not the person he was looking for. Same way I'm not the person he was looking for. Take your time. You know where I'll be. Good call, by the way. Sometimes. Every once in a while, uh, things work out in my favor. It's almost like sometimes you... I don't know. It's like you don't even have to roll the dice at that time. It's just... It's magical. It's almost like you know the number before it happens. It's a weird thing. Sometimes, sometimes. <laughs> uh, we'll call it an intuition. Yeah, we'll, we'll stick with that. I'll see you later. Take your time. Appreciate it. Should be all right. I shouldn't get into any trouble. <sighs> we'll see. So where are you going, Shanks? Shanks would like to go to the library. Sure. Make your way over to the library. It's a very large, it's, it looks like it's the almost the entirety of the tree that is taken up, or at least the bottom levels you walk in, and it is a large, again, naturally made, naturally molded, large circular room, um, uh, bookshelves uh, along either side uh, going up and around. There are several uh, chairs and tables. Um, there are several sort of like maybe 10 foot wide balconies sort of going around with staircases sort of going up 
Um, and there is uh, a small tabaxi sitting maybe about 20, 25 feet ahead of you at a desk, sort of reading. There may be a handful of other people. It looks okay. like looks like it's near the end of the day. So. Okay, so I go up to them and um, say, excuse me, uh, can you help me find a few books? I'm sure uh, we'll be closing not too long from now but we can we can give it a try uh just two books mainly um what what are you looking for oh three um one uh i'm looking for a book on the ancient elven runes protect particularly uh, a language before the current elvish that was is spoken now do you have anything like that or have heard of anything like that um I mean, we have some books, from what I can remember, on the older ancient, uh, not ancient, but the older elven cultures. Uh, I feel like maybe in Venice would be a better spot for you to have this particular uh, book be sought out. It has been around for several millennia and has ties back to the beginnings of written history. It, where, where is that? Uh, in Venice, it's about two days uh, northe- uh, northwest of here. Oh, okay. Okay. Uh, would you happen to have any books on the Seely uh, and Unseely courts? I believe we would have some. Um, and is there any books on uh, Solinar? We can take a look. Again, that's more elven related we would have basic basic tomes on that anything more ph- philosophically i think would be again in venice would be a much better area to check on that okay so then the celian and celia courts i can give you the basics on on solinar and sort of i assume you have do you still have like sleeveless shirt on uh, uh no actually he has the the armor and that kind of stuff. So he does not see the, the armor. Symbol is would, armor would only be like a tank top. The armor. Oh is well, not then like the the, the cloak would the cloak would cover it then. Okay. Um, he he does not have it exposed at the moment. Okay. I could give you the basics on Solonar if you're looking for I'm, anything. I'm pretty familiar with the basics. I was just looking to spark my memory. Okay. She hops down from the stool, searches through uh, some of the shelves, uh, actually climbs a ladder up about 10 or 15 feet, grabs a couple of books, uh, maybe about three or four books total, uh, and walks over to a table, pops it down. I I think this should cover it for now. if you like, you can come back tomorrow, uh, but we will be closing up not too long from now. You have some time, but not much more than this. Um, could you potentially have it sent to a home nearby? Do you have a library card? I do not. Then unfortunately, I won't be allowing you to rent any books. Okay. Then I'll see what I can glean before you close and come back earlier on another day. Of course. 
Uh, roll me, roll me investigation. Investigation. Can I use I for detail? <laughs> what is uh, what is the actual wording of I of detail? Uh, the actual wording of I of detail is um, you can use a bonus action to make a perception check and uh, oh wait or in, uh, or make investigation to uncover and decipher clues. I guess nothing special. Uh, I was thinking ear. I, th- I was thinking the ear of deceit. That gives me a mm-hmm. uh, no lower than a than an eight. Yep. Ooh, that's pretty. Fourteen. Fourteen. Uh, so the first book that you look through is um, a book on the Unseely Court. Uh, it's an organization of evil fey creatures uh, surrounding the Queen of Air and Darkness, as well as her realm. Um, the Unseely Court is a mirror opposite of the Seely Court, where the latter was a place of laughter and friendship, and the Unseely Court was more a place of hatred, enslavement, and death. Uh, the court was located in an immense cavern of black stone, full of stalactites and stalagmites, uh, centered around a single mountainous stalagmite upon which the Queen's black onyx throne stood. Uh, the black diamond itself rested upon the throne. Uh, the Unseely Court appeared uh, macabre and twisted to visitors. Trees grew in unnatural shapes. Shadows hid uh, blood-soaked alcoves, and nightshade and blood wart plants uh, glowed to provide the court with haphazard red light. Um, the throne itself is actually shaped like a great dragon. Uh, some of the more notable inhabitants of the Seely Court uh, as the Queen of Air and Darkness, as she no longer manifested in physical form, her presence filled the cavern emanating uh, from a throne and a black diamond. Uh, all of the inhabitants of the Seely Court lived to serve the Queen. Uh, when not on missions assigned to them by their Queen, they typically lived around stalagmite uh, holding the throne. Uh, Outside of these missions, they typically had little care for or about creatures in other planes. Although the majority of the inhabitants uh, were various evil or corrupted fey, any creature with a drop of fey blood or with useful or entertaining skills could be welcome as well. Undead creatures were used as uh, menial servants. Uh, Yeth and hellhounds uh, were among the favorite servants of the queen, and more successful fey servants were sometimes rewarded with one. Uh, specific types of fey known to live there included brambles, quicklings, uh, spriggans, and uh, hoary hunters. Uh, one of the more notable groups of inhabitants was the Dark Hunt, a loose organization of the most skilled hunters among the Unseely. The Queen uh, sent them on all manner of missions to fetch various things or creatures for her entertainment. Uh, although mainly composed of Fae, extremely skilled non-Fae were sometimes permitted to join the Dark Hunt, as its last known leader uh, was an elf called Ice. Very interesting, Tommy. Very mm-hmm. interesting. And I assume you continue looking through the books. Um. Yes. If if it's not closing time, you're getting near the end. She's sort of looking at you, but she's sort of letting you do your thing as you're sort of like like speed reading through as much as you can. Right, right, right. Um, you eventually, you get through another book on the Unseelie and then start up on the last two books which seems to be on the uh, Seelie Court. 
uh, also called the Summer Court, uh, was a, a pantheon, pantheon of deities of the Fae. Um, so the Seelie Court was split into two groups, the Inner Circle and the Outer Circle. The Inner Circle is a close group of six deities who had shared attributes. Although typically chaotic, they were loyal to Queen Titania and would do as she requested. Uh, members of the Inner Circle tended to be playful and curious, though also cautious due to the small size of their avatars. Uh, disputes between members of the Inner Circle were uncommon and always quickly resolved. The Outer Circle was composed of deities who did not pay primary homage to Titania and, and or had other duties that required them to spend time away from the court. Um, the members of the inner circle were Queen Titania, the lead of, uh, leader of the Pantheon, King Oberyn, uh, Dom, uh, son of Titania and Oberyn, uh, a patron to satyrs, Korids, and uh, Atomis. Uh, uh, that's going to be a fucking mouthful to say. Uh, <laughs> I'm not even going to try no, to say some of these yeah. names no worries, uh, there no is a uh, lord of unicorns and pegasi uh, uh, a court jester and patron of leprechauns and uh, Veronestra, the daughter of titania and patroness of dryads nymphs and sylphs which are different types of fairy folk um, members of the outer circle uh uh Again, these are like very, very uh, Gaelic sounding names. So I'm just, I would butcher them if I was to say most of these. Uh, yeah, no worries. The small, there was a small and shy patron god of uh, Kimulis. Uh, there's the patron god of Treants, patron goddess of Swan Maze, mischief loving god of fairy dragons and pseudo dragons, and uh, a god of the centaurs. Um, yeah. Essentially, um, like basic history between the two uh, relationships, like the Seelie Court was as a whole allied with the Celadrin, which you know mm -hmm. that like Solinar, um, Cor Cor Coralyn, uh, uh, Sahin, Sahanin Moonbow uh, mm -hmm. are all part of the Celadrin and on good terms with the Gnomish deities, uh, as well as deities of nature's wild places and hunting, so long as those deities were not evil. The Seelie Court was opposed to the Goblinoid Pantheon, and they detested the hag goddess uh, uh, Seguline. However, their most bitter and hated enemy was the Queen of Air and Darkness. Despite this, Titania refused to go to war with the Queen, as they are sisters. Uh, they did not like the Dwarven Gods, but they were not enemies uh, with them either. Um, Seedly Court once held court in a land of... Uh, uh, it, I, again, just they have so many goddamn... Constantly. Yeah, yeah, no worries, man. Um, no worries. However, a group of dwarven miners found a great black diamond and brought it to the court as a gift to, for Titania, mm -hmm. who was not there that day. Instead, Titania's sister accepted the gift, which mm -hmm. began to corrupt her. Eventually, that sister took the diamond away in a chariot of fire and smoke. The mountains, uh, the mountain the dwarves had been mining erupted soon after, and the smoke caused sickness in the world. The Seelie Court itself, Seelie Court itself, was forced to flee. So, at that point, uh, which is when she's sort of like, okay, yeah, you're gonna yep. have to go now. And and he politely puts the books back on the shelf and heads down and uh, thanks her 
for giving him the the potential extra time. Um, is there any uh, uh, what's the word, Tommy? Not not like just a statue or a vigil, like a uh, some kind of representation of the Elven gods, uh, or like an altar? Yeah, like an altar. It doesn't necessarily. It might be a temple. I don't. I don't think that there would be a temple to Sarlinar. He doesn't seem like the type. But would there be any type of um, like Bahamut was was represented there? Would you there could be definitely. Any type of re- you could take a look around. Uh, okay. Asking the librarian, she tells you that um, there is sort of like a like a temple district. Uh, a little further to the west of where you are currently, and there may be something dedicated to the Celadrin. Okay, so he would thank her and then head that way. Okay, what do you do in Argyle? So I'm making my way down to where the airship took off from. So all um, the way back up. Yes, cool. all the way up to where the airship took off from. Um, and I'm basically looking for see if there's a help desk or any information center where I could ask about there the is teleportation a, circle. There is a customer service kiosk uh, Close up, enough. up on the top. <clears throat> you see someone is just sort of there, just sort of hang in there it looks like they're reading a book twirling a pen in their hands look like they're like yeah whatever it's definitely not their dream job they're just like they're here collecting a paycheck hi um are you open yeah what do you want uh quick question if uh, a ship recently took off and yeah. I needed to deliver something to someone that they forgot and it was very important is there any way that I could do that Let me get my manager. Take your time. <laughs> Stands up and uh, walks back. Uh, there is a uh, large, like heavy set sort of uh, uh, sort of gray and silver sort of tiger stripe cat. Much little, definitely a, a, a thick boy um, coming through. And uh, he walks up as a... Yes, sir. Well, what can I do for you? Hi. Um, basically, I'm looking for a way to be able to get something to the ship. A friend of mine left behind an item, and I was wondering if there's any way I can deliver it to them on the ship. It took off, hell, a couple of hours ago. Uh, well, which ship was this? Was a where, where was the destination of this ship? Uh, shit. Where the hell were we going? Did it go directly yeah. to the heartwood, or it was a yes, dock near the heartwood? Yeah, there you go, boy. So go straight to the heartwood, right? Okay. Yes. Yeah. So the ship was headed to the heartwood. Ah, uh, yes, the one that was left about noon ago. today. Mm-hmm. Wonderful. Uh, what was the uh, item in which you would like to send? Uh, it's a it's a little personal. Um. Well, okay. I, if you are packaging it, then I, I will obviously respect your privacy. But I need to know. Uh, give me basic dimensions so we could potentially get it to your to its destination well, upon their arrival. So about the size of a two people. It's about uh, 
two foot wide, uh, three foot high package. Oh, say that again. I'm sorry. I mean, I totally missed that. It's about a two by three foot package. Um, it's something they would need on the ship. Like, is the item going to meet them at their destination or would you be able to get it to them? At Probably the ship? We, we would be able to get it to them on the ship. How, how would that? Even, I mean, I have no idea how this works. How would that even happen? Oh, there's a uh, teleportation circle in which we would use to send this particular item uh, to its uh, to the ship. This is for usually for emergency purposes or if a customer is paying a little bit of uh, extra. He sort of leans over his ear, if you know what I mean. Uh, to, not a problem. Uh, not a problem. To, to expedite said uh, said delivery. Interesting. Um, and he leans over a little bit more. He's like, technically, not supposed to send it to the ship, but if it is very important, I would, I wouldn't have any problem doing it if, uh, if we were uh, to come to an understanding. I lean on a little closer. <clears throat> what would be the maximum item size? to send to the ship and how much squints at you for a second well really it depends on the weight uh say about combined close to about 400 pounds it's quite the item Items. Items, yes, of course, of course. Items. Well, I'd say for an emergency transport, uh, we could go 200 gold, I think would, would do the trick. 300, just because you're, uh, such a kind and helpful fellow. Of course, of course. Uh, if you want to come back later on this evening, uh, we may be able to do it either this evening or sometime early in the morning. Early in the morning before the sun rises, right? Of course. Thank you for your assistance. And uh, a little bit of a down payment towards our agreed price. And I uh, give him 100 gold up front. Oh, wonderful. Thank you. You are very kind. I shall see you in the near future. Thank you very much. And uh, your name, or or would you rather not? You can call me Mr. Big. Mr. Big. Well, Mr. Big, I am Mr. A. Very nice. I'll be seeing you shortly. Of course, of course. Have a great night. As you're walking away, you hear him... uh, uh, you you actually you you look back and you see um, <laughs> you see him slip a couple of like gold to the uh, the girl work on the front desk. You didn't say nothing. No way. <laughs> you saw nothing. This is your overtime? Either that or it was like a thank you for that. Thank you very much. Oh yeah, thank you, sir. <laughs> I am going was- to since I don't know where Shanks went. Uh, I'm going to make my way back to the spot where we're overlooking the house. Uh, I figured he would think to go back there. We'd gather up our stuff and 
All right. Shanks, you're heading down to the uh, temple district? Yeah. Do I do I catch wind of uh, of any any representation of uh, the elf gods of Solinar specifically? Roll me investigation. I had 361 gold on my person. That was perfect. Wow. <laughs> wow. 11. 11. Um, it takes you a little while. It takes you maybe like an hour, hour and a half of walking around, sort of like really looking around to see like maybe, you know, like maybe it's hidden in the back somewhere because he's sort of like not really big on on like big flashy altars and shit like that. Eventually you do find... Um, a smaller well not smaller but smaller in regards to some of the other altars uh, sort of what looks like a uh, figure of a wolf that has sort of looks like it's been shaped into the roots of one of the trees and you see small like offerings of like fruit and uh, flowers and and other sort of consumable type de- deal, sacrifice type deal. Um, Shanks will stare at the altar for a while and just stand in front of it quietly. And then I f- take a deep breath and he closed his eyes and tried to remember how he felt when he was in Solinar's presence. Okay. He focuses in and he begins with, with, uh, with what he would feel would be a prayer. All right. So he says, oh. No, uh, yeah, no, say something. Yeah. Um, I couldn't understand your wisdom until now. It seems that Elrin has intentionally or unintentionally helped me to... uh, see the light for lack of a better term I realize now that especially after the conversation I just had um, that I may not be fulfilling the path that was originally laid out for me I I always believed that my gift with the bow came from you hearing stories about your adventures and hunting prowess and archery always made me want to be like you. Looking back, I I wish I would have been able to, to trust you more when we met, but unfortunately I've been holding a very, I'll call it a childish belief for a long time now. I believe that the corporal punishment used by my father in your name truly represented you. 
my companion, Zex, made a statement at dinner yesterday that really rang true for me. And it was that there's a difference between knowing one's God and having faith in them. I have seen this with Galahad. He knows his God and he has faith in his God as he has spent time with him. He starts to well a bit in his eyes. <clears throat> Unfortunately, I feel my father's limitations uh, have caused me to flee my problems instead of face them. This is why I think I have repeatedly delivered myself into the hands of chaos. I don't think chaos is bad or anything. It's it's something that I learned from my mother that in alchemy, there's a process of two extreme chemicals reacting until they reach a balance. The equilibrium spurred by a bit of chaos, a catalyst to spark someone to a new evolution. However, with too much catalyst, the entire process is destroyed and one must start again from scratch. I don't know if you can hear me or if you even care anymore, but I have a question that's really burning me inside right now. And before I make any steps that I can't take back, that cause me to become something I, in my heart, do not want to be, I need to know if Elrin is an acceptable chaotic force in this world as I currently believe him to be, or is he too much catalyst, evil in nature, and potentially a part of the unseelie court? You don't have to answer me, and I will take no response from you to mean that it's too late for me anyway. And. I'm lost to you. And at that moment, he just begins to cry and kneels. Roll me a religion check. <clears throat> I'm going to fucking keep that. That was a crit that fell on the floor. Did it? I'm gonna did, hold. <laughs> did it crit when it fell on the? Floor? Did it crit by it's falling 20. on the floor? It's twenty. If it's not on the table, it doesn't count. Oh shit! It's gotta stay on the table, son. Now, if you had rolled a twenty and then accidentally knocked it off oh. of the table, that'd be that would have been thing. different. But if you roll it and it falls off the table and lands on a twenty, I'm sorry, I can't give you that. No worries. No worries. Loophole for the future. Surround <laughs> your area with play mats. And then we don't have to fucking worry. Oh my god. I was like, please, can I keep that? 19. 
I don't have anything for that's not bad. It's not a 20. You have, you have no booster for for uh, uh, I don't think so. For what when you said religion, religion, mm-hmm. religion, no religion, zero, no, 18. You right. have this overwhelming urge to touch the wolf. Like it, there's a, a the way that, the way I did in the, I think he did in the moment with uh, right after Rick stabbed him. I think you just watched the wolf. The wolf actually, you oh. you, you were afraid of the wolf first. Yeah, second. he was. Oh yeah, yeah he thought the so, wolf was going to beat him like his dad. But you get this overwhelming feeling to reach out to the wolf and to touch it. He, he follows the feeling. There are a few uh few very quick bursts of imagery um almost sort of it lasts for maybe about 30 seconds and most of it is sort of like the best way i can describe it is sort of like static so it's like sort of just like this snow sort of feel like just a white noise just sort of as you're hit but you get like a couple flashes um you get uh, a flash of a prowling wolf in the forest. Um, you get a sort of like sort of pulled back view of what you recognize to be um, the uh, battlefield in which your father fell. Um, and but someone coming out from the side sort of like where it's sort of uh it's sort of like from like the tree line of this field in which the battle had taken them you sort of recognize it as sort of like almost sort of your viewpoint of when you were younger when you when this all happened um and you see someone coming out and moving just moving along sort of the back edge of the uh of the field like walking into the field and then there is a final, um, just a final sort of look of, uh, oh, what's the word I'm looking for? There's a, a, a what looks like a well-trodden sort of winding path into a wooded area. So like, it's just a shot of this sort of path that leads into the forest that eventually disappears like maybe 10, 15 feet in front of you and then you sort of pull your hand back because it's like like i said it's like an intense sort of like sort of like mind static sort of and then just like this quick little burst of the wolf prowling for a couple of seconds and then it's more and then the scene in the field where your father died and the same thing again and then finally the uh path and you pull your hand away he um he gathers himself, wipes uh, his tears away, and uh, just pauses and takes a deep breath and begins to walk back to the house. All right. Eventually, you make your way up into the uh, lookout point and what you had before. It is uh, probably looking at like 
nine or ten o'clock, roughly, about uh, time-wise. Okay. Is Art out there? Yep. So did You're you? Right? <clears throat> yeah. Um, good. Um, did you figure out how we get onto the ship? gonna cost you 300 bucks i'm sorry what it's uh 300 300 gold 300 gold is that or we sort of figure out a way to uh make it messy but 300 gold and we're both getting on the ship um we got to be there before the sun comes up gold let's see let me see if i even have that look where's weird out of game um inventory yep inventory. yeah, yeah I'm, in, I'm in inventory so right under the word extras you should see your copper gold platinum extras extras right under the word extras Right towards the end of the tabs, you should see your the mm-hmm. amount of gold. I don't. I don't have any. You don't have anything. No, uh, I don't know if I picked up any more gold from uh, along the way. And gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, I don't have it in here. If I do have any, Let's sorry, see. but I, I don't know. I, I like. I don't know how much money I actually have. I haven't been. You might not have any money if you have it if you basically spent whatever you had left and then just put everything else in the party fund right into the party fund yeah yeah i'm gonna put it in the party fund you have 10 gold <laughs> oh that. i'm gonna i'm gonna have to unfortunately decline i'll be a tad light um maybe i could sell some stuff in the shop at the morning ah uh, shanks what am i gonna do with you don't worry about it oh Oh, you got us both covered? Dude, you got That's 600 done. gold? Yeah. <laughs> yep. <laughs> I already uh, paid up front the 600 gold. Uh, oh, you are a fucking lifesaver, dude. We are squared away. Uh, we just got to be there before the sun comes up and... Okay. Yeah. All right. If um... Oh, is um, Zex's parents there or... We just we walked in. Are we in the house yet, or we're no? We're we're, we're still. Oh, we're yeah, in the perch. All right. At the uh, lookout spot. Uh, they're safe. They were never in danger. Okay. Well, we already said our goodbyes, so I guess we're sleeping out here tonight. Yeah. Um. So, Tommy, if I could, I would set up a bit of alchemy shop and uh, see if I can get my second day in on on the project. Sure. Which he'll let he'll let Argyle know. He was like, "Have you ever?" Done any alchemy before? Mm-mm. All, All the right, magic well. I've done, pretty much just it's what I picked up, comes from here. Not so much the hands-on stuff. Oh, cool. Well, here, I'll give you a little bit of the basics. Maybe you can uh, assist me with this, and he lets him know that he's working on making an enlargement potion for Galahad. Phrasing? What did I did I say something? <laughs> did I say that wrong, Tommy? Isn't that what it is? It's 
potion of the potion. Potion. juice. It's yeah, that's that's what it like is. Galahad? Well, I figured, you know, if if I, I watched um uh Voice. Didn't Voice like do a growth component? Yes, you saw a um there was a, a necklace that she was wearing, a rune sort of lit up and she grew doubled in size. Right. I figured if uh, Voyance could use magic to, you know, increase her size that way, I know of certain properties and chemicals that might be able to uh, mix together to cause the same type of effect. And with the help of uh, the alchemist book that I left for Zex's dad, uh, it, it kind of put a couple of pieces together where I might be able to, to make that happen. What are you trying to create with Galahad? Like, you trying to turn him into a battering ram? Do you see something wrong with that? Not really. Now that I think did, about it, um, did you did you see what he did with the Alpen Speed? Combining that with now twice his making size, twice his, you see, he could break into castles if we needed him to. You're not wrong. You want to learn the basics? Absolutely. <laughs> All right. So here we go. He gives you a general basics that um, that al- alchemy basically has three different states. It's the idea of breaking things apart, combining them or recombining them in some kind of way. So once he gives you that stasis, he basically shows you how you set up a, a general, you know, potion, how you set up the two chemical extremes. And then you have a combination of a catalyst that will enhance or or somehow uh direct or speed up uh the process of uh um the potion making so basically it'll read you're looking at different attributes of things and you can break it down and sort of recombine it right correct this is really not as hard as a lot of people make it out to be but it does take a little bit of a skilled hand uh when you want to do things that are more interesting all right, out of game. You have on a displacer, uh, the cloak, right? Yes. In game. So I take out my dagger and I just cut off a piece of your cloak. And I'm like, why aren't you making invisibility potions? <laughs> well, I figured that the displacer cloak that you just cut um, would Little piece. be good enough. Yep, would be good enough combined with our stealth ability, but that could definitely be something on the dock. Not for us, week. clearly. I, I have mine yeah, we and don't. I show off how, how good it looks. Um, well, I'd also or, have to make something that decreases sound because, you know, that part. Well, maybe not for Galahad. <laughs> An invisible wrecking ball. I, I don't know. There's just too much going on there. We need to be right. able to keep a, t- a tab on them. <laughs> Interesting, interesting. Okay. So now but, you, you see the curiosity in my eyes, like, what the hell can we break down and turn right. into potions? This is going to be amazing. <laughs> so, can we get uh, chig- uh, chicken and waffles in potion form? Oh my God. <laughs> if you wanted to gain a proficiency with alchemist tools, you would have to work with Shanks for uh, like two solid weeks of, of yep. a large chunk of time each day learning and working with it. So, like, you'd be able to, you could understand how it is, but you wouldn't be proficient with it. You wouldn't be able to add like your proficiency bonus to anything. Yeah. No, this you, is more so me learn. 
Yeah, so from here on out, it'll be like every once in a while, yeah. I'll be like, Shanks, what can we do with this? What well, like, can we do, right? <laughs> bringing That's random things literally to what I was like, trying to hey, spark Shanks. off. <laughs> Shanks, can you turn this into a pussy? God damn it, no. Oh, okay. Oh, that's perfect. Beautiful. Interesting. So, interesting. yeah, so I never gave so me much thought, but this is actually pretty interesting. Yeah, it's um, oddly enough, it's, it's when I feel the most calm. When you're tinkering and lost yeah. in a world, creating something and being distracted. Beautiful. I get it. I definitely get that. Yeah, no matter how much, um, you know, how many different things we're going through or whatever the case is, for some reason, when I pull out this set and I begin to work, the, all my problems go away. I'm not thinking about uh, what fucking pack deal I made or how the planes are going to break all of us. And or now... Not even Fair what not. kind of variant of me is out there. I can just, you can just be me <sighs> and physics, physics of the reality that we live in. Like I said earlier, Shanks, the versions of us that are out there are versions. They are not us. They're derivatives. They are alternatives. They are. What happens if we roll a six instead of a three? <laughs> They're not us. They're the difference between losing a card game and winning a card game. Being 10 seconds early versus 10 seconds late. Close. They're not us. No matter how much you think you can be what it is we know of all of our alternatives you're still not that person and every second that goes by is another opportunity to not be that person you really take your words in you know all this time i always thought that i was afraid of my father and i realized every day that I was more afraid of becoming like him. I don't know who my father is, so I don't have that problem. <laughs> but I understand. Or, yeah, don't you, though? I mean... <laughs> <clears throat> that is for my mother to let me know of her relation with... It's a, it's a pretty good so. impression. That's a pretty good impression. Yeah, so so. Okay. <laughs> That's neither so here nor there. Whether, you know, Elrin's my father or whoever's my father, they were never around. Doesn't matter. I'll show you. I'll show you a magic trick. Let's work on this potion. And, <laughs> and then he distracts off. So maybe about. An hour into this, as you guys are working, you both begin to hear uh, muffled explosions and screams coming from uh, down a couple levels, probably in like the forest floor area. 
I just you hear give him a. I do. That sounded like an explosion. And I'm guessing we're going to go look. You hear another one go off. I quickly peek over to straight as X's house. Make sure it's not that. Nothing. There's no. Doesn't seem to be anything up here. It seems to be further down. Do we see any smoke, fire, anything like that? Uh, currently no, but you do smell start something. To smell a little bit of smoke. I begin to pack the stuff away. And, uh, and I would say Argyle, you would notice also that there are several of those plainclothes guards that have been walking around. You see them making a beeline towards the stairway to the lower levels. Shanks, grab your shit. Let's, uh... Let's see if this is something that involves us or not. At the very least. So much for our problems going away. Backs up his shit. Alright. Do you guys head down? Yeah, heading down. Not so stealthy because, sure. I mean, because it sounds like there's a lot of chaos going on. We can kind of, yeah, I'm just just tail trying to keep distance and tail. Actually, you can go down the way you want to go down, and I'll do the follow. Yeah, so I'll be looking out for you as well. I'm kind of navigating the crowd behind the guards, just trying to see what the hell's happening. Mm -hmm. All right, so as you make it down to the market area. Uh, I'm going to pull up the map here. Since just since Shanks is currently off the map. Uh, Argyle, you see people running from this particular square in the um, in this market. Uh, you see several uh, different uh carts and tents uh, look like hawker stations sort of like uh, torn apart uh, smoke billowing from some of them there are several tabaxi not just commoners but also the plainclothes guards um, are sort of strewn bodies on the ground and you see something that is incredibly familiar to you these large maybe 12 foot metallic machines uh, with arcane runes and these uh, long steel barrels coming off of the arms. These are decidedly and distinctly uh, a product of Mechfall. And this you would know is the infantry uh, mech suit from Mechfall. Or made and designed by Mechfall, as Mechfall provides this shit to pretty much everybody. So they're like Iron Man suits in a sense. Uh, ye- Not the suits, but like the Stark weaponry. I think like Hulkbuster. Oh wow, nice. Yeah, okay. well, but there's somebody inside, or they they're kind of you like dolls. Know that you would know that they are piloted by somebody. They are piloted. Okay. But you know for a fact that the uh, barrels on the arms are uh, what are known as force rifles that shoot um, blasts of force energy. So I turn back to Shanks. It's like, this oh, is Sh- Mechfall tech. No, 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 no. no. Shanks, I'm, I'm, Shanks is. Yeah, oh, you're, you're still, you're still in the com. back, right? Yep, you're going to have to okay. call me. All right. Charisma save. That is a charisma save. Okay, so. Yep. Yeah, you get the little, the next hell trip. 
Let's see. 14 plus 2, 16. You get a vibrating in the thumb mark on your forehead, Shanks. And Fantastic. So, yep. You are connected. Shanks, no need for stealth. Hurry to help and get here. All this right, involves uh, us. Any, any, any quick info you can give me? What, what involves us? Can I see Large, them yet? Tommy, can Large I see them yet? Up. Yeah, you can look at the map. Look at the map all you want. No, no, no. I mean, I'm just saying, can, is Shanks close enough to see them? Uh, you're. I would say you're somewhat close. In, you're. You're maybe 10, 20 feet back from Argyle as you're making your way up. You would be able to see um, at least the front part of this. You would see at least one of these large mech suits. All right, and the the guards are. Um in battle with them or the guards are coming up argyle's behind the guards uh argyle had come up maybe he was following at a half decent pace argyle you saw these guards just get fucking mowed down by these things yeah oh jeez. one two three yeah so i would assume shanks is close enough now um these are from mechfall weaknesses they're piloted there's somebody inside okay. of these Okay, how easy for uh, for us to get at the pilot? Oh, this is the pilot well protected. How much would I know about these, other than like I know where they're from? I know somebody in them. Would I know weak points? Would I have dealt with them? You would not have dealt with them, having lived in Mechfall. You would maybe have a cursory knowledge of it. Um, uh, the pilot piloted area is uh, probably the most heavily armored, obviously because they don't want to kill the pilots because it take some training in order to run these things um uh they have uh you know that they have a 10 foot reach uh they are effective with like bludgeoning uh they also have those force rifles which have a uh nearer range of 60 feet and and can shoot up to 200 feet and you've heard of uh uh, uh, like a specialty attack that these particular models are able to do called pulse cannon and I mean it's doable but it is very difficult these are made for frontline warfare with other mechs because again mechfall pretty much everybody is using mechs in some way shape or form in uh, iwi this isn't something that we can fight shanks the call we help get the people out of here I have no idea why they're here almost feels a little too coincidental but standing up to these things is not an option as you're saying that you remember the message that you got from glad about asking a mr. brave about an oncoming war But that, that's the only thing that sort of sparks from earlier. Um, well, let's go get uh, Zex's parents out of here. Is there anybody left, like, in this bit of a massacre? Or uh, There are more. There, a lot of commoners are fleeing, uh, but there are more guards sort of racing in from all directions. So Shanks makes a, a beeline for Zex's parents. 
Okay. As we run, as we're running um, behind, I'm yelling towards the guards, not just not to engage in combat. Evacuate the people is the best option. The guards give you a puzzled look and then look over to where all of them are and see the bodies on the ground. And they immediately like eaten. Yeah. And they, you see them sort of scatter to go help anybody that, that is near them to get them to safety. So you guys make beeline a beeline again. for yep. Zex's parents. Um, they are uh, asleep at this point as you, I assume, are you going to quietly enter the door or are you bursting through the door? Um, kind of this... police knocking on the front door. Yeah. We got to get them up and out as fast as possible. Uh, Ryan eventually makes his way to the front door very bleary and, and groggy. What is what? Mm. as he opens the door and he sees both of you what's happening grab some emergency clothes grab some rations I don't know what's happening but your town is under attack the incoming war is happening what now all right you can hear mumblers like said he's not gonna fucking like this he, <laughs> he like he like dad jogs back to the, the, uh, the right you, know. you can hear him mumbling he's like motherfucker <laughs> honey do we need a sweater yes <laughs> um i'm gonna uh, try to assist him or them yeah oh 10 seconds later you hear oh what the fuck and like said he's running out with like bags and shit like hastily oh she was ready (laughs) oh no no like 10 seconds you hear the what the fuck and then maybe like a couple minutes later they're like she's pulling him along with like bags and he's got a couple bags behind him that like you can tell they just like stuff shit into bags i'd take the bags from him just shanks help them keep up let's go yeah yeah yeah. i got got i got uh their stuff and carrying on do you guys have anywhere outside of town to go to obviously bringing you with us would enrage Zex and would put you guys in more danger but we need to get you out of your town we need to get you out of here I mean I think a ship going would probably be the furthest place away I mean how upset he is that we saved his parents is like beside me right now so I don't think uh, I, I would would the person be willing to cut it I mean you gave him 600 gold that's a lot of fucking money you think yeah yeah um well let's go now and we'll, yeah let's we'll go figure, now we'll yeah. figure that out okay awesome okay so going Seti's, towards the port is like what the fuck is happening uh, we're, we're, we're beelining we're in on the way yeah yes yeah. as she's we, as she's running we're beelining it over there uh we're midi- meeting up with uh oh, fuck what was his name mr the, mr big mr big was it mr big yeah we're going to meet Mr. Big. Um, yes. Mr. Big, uh, as our uh, our meeting earlier, have you heard what's happening in the town at the moment? Have you gotten any reports on what's happening? Oh, I, heard, I heard a commotion going on down there. There's yeah, an invasion happening dead. right now. Invasion of what? 
mech fall soldiers are or suits are invading. I don't know what a mech fall is. What, right, what uh, is mech big, fall? big, large like, robotic iron or metal creatures uh, killing the guards right now. Piloted by we, people. This is a deliberate invasion. Okay. We, we, we need to get onto that uh, ship. Um, my friend said he paid you um, and would be willing to pay. You actually probably should come with us, to be honest with you, to be safe. If this is an invasion, the Arbiter will protect us. Okay. okay. Well, can um, we get out? <laughs> yes. We we need... To, I love how we were just instantly like, sure, yes. whatever. <laughs> it's like the mind. Like, no. send... Yeah, whatever. Um, yeah, shit. Would you be able to make an exception and allow all four of us to travel through? I understand I didn't pay you for four people. Circumstances have changed. If there's anything that I can give you that would show you I'm giving my word that I would compensate you further at the first opportunity I get. Roll me a persuasion check. Okay. Can I can I assist him with that? How are you assisting him? Oh, I'm I'm like I totally back Hype everything man. he Hype says. Man, yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, that's fine. Okay. This guy's the most trustworthy person and I know he never lies to me at all. Like this is this is the guy. Let's hope I don't fuck up that role. <laughs> Karma, man. It would be hilarious Fucking and on Jesus. brand. I know yes. it really would. Okay. How's, uh, how's those porting roles? I mean, I, I need to use one, so I'm about to go look at them right now because a six and a three <laughs> are fucked. Um, I, roll, I put it in my notes real quick. Mm-hmm. I rolled a. We're going with the thirteen. It's the highest roll I got. Persuasion <laughs> plus six, nineteen. Well, I, I, I could be persuaded. Uh, would need to be compensated a bit more, considering we're going to be adding several more people uh, to the ship that do not have cabins. I figured. They, we have people on the ship. They'll be in the same cabin as us. Yeah, we're not going to take up any um, extra any extra space, space on the ship. Sh- if anything, our friends will have to deal with the fact that the casino floor. Right, we're all cramming. Seti is still like, wait, what? The, where are we going? Like, what the fuck is happening right now? Well, I mean, we'll even explain. though she she explained like the basics, like there's an and she even said she's like, well, the arbiter is going to protect us. That's what she's there for. Yep, that's yep, that's fantastic. Right now we're doing damage control. Um, the second mm-hmm. everything is okay, you guys can come right back. But yeah, how? We... I don't. I can't cast magic. What? Oh no 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 no. Well, yeah, we'll we'll get you. We'll get you good. back home. We'll take care we'll of everything. We'll get you back home. Uh, just Mr. Big yeah. sort of looks at you like um, gives you the look Argyle like this isn't really technically legal what I'm doing and I hey. don't know that they're going to like just send these people back like gives you that look of like I don't know if someone's going oh. on the ship is going to send they can you, catch send the next back. ship back yeah, once yeah we, we we'll do it properly like don't don't be concerned yeah we're not going to teleport them obviously yeah. we're we'll, yeah, we'll right if we will legally pay for a ticket for them to return from the destination I reach into my pocket. I pull out the last 61 gold pieces that I have and hand it to him and say, this is all I have at the moment. You will receive more. 
I, I, I put my 10 as well, just to sweeten the pot. He sort of gives you a couple back and forth between the gold and you guys. I'm just like, all right, follow me. Thank you. It's the 10 that did it. That that was the, it's the 10. The 61 the was, was nice. But was that nice. 10, that was the cherry. That thing. extra okay. 10. That's the one. Straw, straw that broke the camel's back. That's how it works. He walks you out to a uh, small platform, sort of like off to the right of where the kiosk is. And in the, uh, the platform, the wooden platform, you can see inlaid in sort of like... Uh, like a marble and gold sort of uh, circle about 10 feet in diameter. Um, and he sort of sets up and pulls out a piece of chalk and draws one pretty much like almost exactly the same next to it. But you can tell there's sort of like a couple of art, a couple of runes that are slightly different between the two of them. And um, looks at you and says, as soon as I finish this, you need to go through. Otherwise um, you're getting left here. He looks over at Seti and Rind, and they're like, "Okay, I guess free vacation. Let's let's do this." All right. Puts the last spin, uh, you know, like finishing touches on the circle. It begins to glow this sort of like bright yellowish sort of light, and he goes, "Go!" He like gives you like the no, no hesitation. We pull make sure Zex's yeah Zex's parents yeah. going. We first have their we have their bags. We push them in first, and we lead right behind them. Okay. And you feel like this weightlessness, sort of like in the middle of your chest. It's sort of like you're just you're just sort of there, and you split second later, you're in the cargo hold of what looks like maybe the bottom decks of a ship. Is this like back at Barovia when we saw ourselves kind of situation? I don't know. I don't necessarily think so. I think that was more of the journeyman allowing us a little bit of time travel. See future versions of ourselves. But but this is not... You you mentioned Salix's name. It seems that Salix is not necessarily who they are. So, do you think the Salix they took was the real Salix? Possibly. And the Salix that came back is this other Salix that is in her room. Exactly. In their room right now. Exactly. And And we think it could be that because the variants of myself and Shanks uh, both work for the constable. What? And you, you saw them? No, we no. did not see them, but uh, uh, the tinkerer assumed that I may have been the variant, but I did not have the scar across my face the same way the one that he uh, gave the so, variant version of me. Okay. So, so, wait, so there's a variant you, hence the bounty. No. The variant That's me is completely seems unrelated. Completely yep. unrelated. The variant me. From, God damn it. from the description, from the tinker, seems to have uh, red hair as well, and uh, uses shadow magic. And there's variants of all of us? 
I suppose so. But assume right now so. he only brought up our variants, me and Argo. Um, it seems that in that world, I continued with the S8, uh, took it over with Rig, and then killed her. My variant is a uh, paladin. <laughs> Put a pin in that. I'm still fucking. <laughs> Sorry, this is a very serious conversation. Right. But, uh, for 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 Ariok, no less. The Archfiend. Yes. What, what the f- Oh my god. And we're going to eventually have to deal with them. So, the, well, constable, the constable has not wait, only the judge, jury, and executioner, but well, variants the of ourselves. They're tasked with dealing with this, so we'll... We don't know. Uh, we haven't seen them. They are operating in this plane, but we have not come across them as that, of yet. Just for clarity, mm-hmm. they're not in league with the constable. Who's not? The Palangard. No. The Palangard is the who the journeyman works with. Right. The journeyman is a Palangard. Like, so this particular is, do they know about the journeyman? Like, are they in league with the journeyman then? Tommy, just to verify that that is something that we got from them. Yes, they recognize the name and they don't know the journeyman personally, but they know of them. Right. right. Uh, the Tinker said that that wasn't their department. It was. Right. You made several comments about how well organized they were. Right. right. The Tinker and his um, partner are simply tasked with uh, dealing with the variants. Uh, and, and just for reference, the Tinkerer's partner's name, who is on this ship, is the Taylor. So, we need to find the tailor. What did but they... His partner is definitely on the ship already <clears throat> because you were being tailed the entire time. And I would give the description of uh, of the tinker. What, would, I, would I, throughout my day, would I have seen anyone of that description? Or duo? And I can roll for whatever. Uh, that description? Um, no, you did, not, you did not see anyone. It essentially, think like like the tinkerer looked like me. Oh, okay. So I didn't see a human looking. I just saw it the back seat. Yeah, you just saw it mainly. <clears throat> um, I lack a lot of information. How did you guys get here? You guys don't oh. have teleportation magic. So, oh, and the old we point over to the. Uh, uh, you, do you have the bag of holding with you? Yeah. Okay. Well, um, um, you're gonna well, have to. It's technically in the room, but yeah, right. why? Yeah, you're gonna you're gonna have to hook us both up with six hundred gold because this was fucking expensive. Each each twelve hundred. Well, three hundred per person, so you got two parents. You got you know, it's a pretty good deal. Listen, we had to grease who, the hand of a who, person. Who, 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 who are we paying? Oh no 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 no! You're replenishing us. We used all of our gold. We have zero gold on us. Okay, but who we, did we bribed? Who? We bribed our way on we, the. Yeah, we bribed uh, the manager, Mister Biggs. Mister Biggs, right? Mister Biggs. Yeah, yes. I don't know um, if you know him. I very was that helpful individual. Was, was Mister Biggs? No, he's not the name of the. Is he the name of the the it, guy who's in charge that my mom was talking about? Uh, no, Mister Biggs was the tabaxi that you bought the tickets from at the 
at the the hello sir. Oh, okay. Is the uh, is the nighttime manager, and he basically was totally okay with uh, us greasing his pockets, and it's a very simple transaction. Here we are, but it you guys technically don't have any problems getting here. Like, if someone asked, Mr. Biggs put you here. Well, no. that's the thing. No. He kind of made uh, it a little sus as far as you know what he. This was is more doing of a we were doing. He so got us here. Favor. Yeah, he got us here. We paid for our way through him, but we don't have any of the proper ways of being here. So that's why I need passes to forge them to see what we can do. We'll keep a very low profile, but again, emergency. Last minute situation. It was just supposed to be me and Shanks, and then all of a sudden, everything went to hell, and we had to get your parents yeah. here as well. Uh, Gal, how do you want? Or Tone, do you want to do the math on the uh, platinum that they're gonna? Twelve hundred. Jesus fucking Christ. Yeah. Uh, give. I would say give it to them in fucking hell. Just. Give three, me thirty just, is uh give them each thirty platinum and three hundred gold. I mean, whatever whatever you give Argo, I'm I'm good with taking, so if whatever he's he's good with. Yeah, yeah, thirty thirty I mean we got it we got it in the in the community pot, so right, right. Anyway. Either you guys are both getting thirty gold. Uh, sorry, thirty platinum and three hundred gold. So it's wasn't it just uh Oh, That'll be one gold. It's twelve hundred. One thousand two hundred. Yeah, twelve hundred. Yeah. So you guys are each getting six hundred, which means three hundred in gold and thirty in platinum, which is three hundred. Which is equivalent. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Right. right, right, right. So six. Just half of that is is fine. Just it doesn't have to be the full twelve hundred. So you want six hundred each? Uh, just yeah, six hundred should cover it. Okay. So then thirty platinum. The each of you. No, no, he said cut it in half. Cut it in half, yeah. So instead of it being six, instead of it being sixty for the two of them, it'll be thirty because they're okay. Instead of being, instead of we're giving them, we're not, they're, we're giving them, we're reimbursing them for your mm-hmm. parents. Got it. Okay. Yeah, this was a this was a, a corporate expense. Got it. Got for it for your parents. The corporate expense. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Christ. So how much is the gold? So it's now uh, one fifty. It was six hundred. So now this one fifty each. So three hundred gold. Three hundred. Okay. So minus 300. Airfare. While this, while, <laughs> you know, this is happening in our world, in, in game, Argyle. Uh, I'm sure Shanks might want to fill you in, but I'll do it for you. I have a lesser deity in me. Just your so parents, you're aware. Your parents aren't here, right? You already moved no, them Yeah, I, they're already in my room. Okay. <laughs> so you see, you see Shanks get kind of uncomfortable a little bit. You have a lesser deity in you. Yeah. Uh, so the hell did he, this he, he, ha- he has, and I point to Shanks, his father's gods, arch enemy in him. Oh, I didn't know all that. I yes. just knew that I learned that this now evening. and I was Solinar going to makes more sense. I was why. going to tell you this in the morning and got it. Galahad kind of catches a little whisper. Um, 
I got a vision from Solinar. What, what did what did Solinar say? Or what did it, show uh, it didn't have to do with Malar, so or at least I don't I don't know it. It was just visions. You, you know how cryptic everybody likes to be. Um, mm-hmm. But I went to him because I felt lost, and I realized that a lot of blame that I may have laid at his feet was simply my father's poor choices. Um, I'm happy you were able to have this epiphany. The reason why I didn't tell you, Argo, is because... I've only kind of started putting the pieces together. Remember when I came back from the library, you guys asked like, oh, you learn anything new and interesting? I learned about the cults, I learned about other things. But on my way there, I had a very primal growl that resonated in my head and it fucking shook me to my core. I didn't want to alarm my parents while we were there so that's why I waited till we got here. Although now we're eight days on a fucking airship, which isn't better, but I'd, I'd rather just not risk my parents. Now we're not as sure, but we've crossed that bridge already. So I understand. Now, you, now you guys know it's kind of... But prior to the specifics, how long were you suspicious of something? Being inside of me? Yes. A few days ago when the growl happened i only have memories of like me being in the woods having a primal urge that kind of thing but like having a god or something in me i i i've raised a question uh when i told you guys about me dying and being sacrificed but i had no idea what that would be or mean i i understand um did you blaming you 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 like that but did I simply what? saying I'm not saying I'm, I'm not placing blame on you or anything like that but take take for example Kyver Kyver waited a little too long to let us know that he was in dealings with Orcus something should have been said sooner well I basically just waited till parents were out of earshot and we were closer to Amina who can help us out with that situation uh, so you you felt that the hardwood could solve the potentially help you with solving this. Amina said she was expecting us when I spoke to her or through her that kind of thing or through the hardwood to her. It's weird. Um, so she was expecting us, and if she's as powerful as she is, then she might know a way to help. But I don't know if only her help is needed and it seems like Solonar might be another reason or might be another ace up my sleeve to help this might be like a all hands on deck kind of situation Tommy I'm just going to confirm this before I say it but um, Shanks would know the proper cleric procedures for praying to Solinar, correct? 
you would know what your father taught you, uh, whether well, what, or not it's, yeah. it's the whether or not that is like the his like actual cleric like ritual prayer. Yeah, of course, like, of course. Whatever he your father taught you, yeah, you would that would still be deeply ingrained in you. Just read. Okay, back in. Um, if you would like to learn how to pray to Solinar, I. I only know what my father taught me, but there there are procedures that I could help you with. Oh, I was kind of hoping. Ah, fuck. Well, no, because it would have been a couple hours after I fell asleep. Wolfie would have been gone. He's not in the room. Okay. Um, and it's concentration. I would have thought like, oh shit, like Wolfie's in the room. Um, yeah, I had like a couple things in mind uh, for it to help, but um, if anything, I'll just sleep on the floor in Galad's room for tonight. And if you want, we can you can walk me through the process because I kind of want. I was hoping that if I slept, he'd come to me in a dream, like he, your gods or your deities or whatever patrons come to you guys. I'm new to this shit, you know. So. Oh. You know, I'm kind of new as well. Um, and I I thought when I was younger that he came to me in my dreams. But as I got older, uh, those dreams became less and less. And once I joined... Have you spoken to him? Like, had a full-on conversation with him, him? And had a full-on conversation with him when Ray killed me. Or tried to. Or maybe she did, and he brought me back. I don't really know how it worked. Oh. The problem is, is uh, <laughs> you really see him like biting his lip saying this, but let's just say not all the scars on my body are from war. And a lot of that was done in Solinar's name. The idea was to uh, beat the fae-like weakness out of me for being half Eldarian. Jesus. Yeah. It was always looked at as my um, fae ancestry made me weak and unfocused. So... To bleed is to purge yourself. Seems like we all have uh, some level of tragedy in our upbringing or something that went wrong. Well, um, Solinar, I always admired the stories that they told of him fighting Malar in the Unseelie Court and the, what is it, the Queen of Air, Queen of Air and Darkness or something like that? Lolf. Lolf, yeah. And these are all new names to me. I barely knew Oberyn because the old man knew him and talked about him, but outside of that i don't really you know 
This is not this is not my realm. At all. Uh, looks like we're on a slight journey together. It was actually words that you said last night, I'm sure not purposeful that led me to find uh, a statue paying homage to Solinar last night. What do you mean? You made a statement at dinner, the last dinner with your parents, that um, there's a difference between believing in one's God and knowing one's God. truly been for lack of a better word jealous of Galahad both knowing and believing in his God I feel I know Elrin but I do not believe in him yet at least Solinar I held my father's limitations as a grudge against him and an excuse not to trust him when I probably should have. So if I am to believe in him, I hope that one day I may know him as well. And I share with them the vision, the three visions, which I believe was a prowling wolf the location where my father passed and a winding road correct correct did i happen to get any evil vibes off them because i will let them know that i specifically received these when asking about elrin potentially being evil or part of the unseelie court uh you did not get any evil vibes these have very much had uh, Solinar like iconography uh, the wolf obviously on the prowl and uh, the winding path uh, you know the, the thin line between uh, chaos and, and balance and that sort of deal and, and obviously your father was a cleric so and that was a big moment in your in your life and pretty much so yeah and the yellow eyes so, so, yeah. uh, you said location where your father died you said? Yeah. Okay. All right. Guess we're having a slumber party in Galahad's room. <laughs> Prayer circle. Um, bigger <laughs> question is now we have my parents on board, Ewe's knocking on our front door. We've still got seven days left to travel and Salix, aside from whatever's going on with me. We need to find the other, the, uh, the Taylor, Taylor or the tinkerer. That was, that was our idea. But the other thing is that if we're able to subdue Salix, um, that may help. I, I really would love to know more information about what her plans were my my guess is that if she works for the constable and was able to get the boon that would pretty much solidify the constable's win 
in smashing it would these tip, plates. It would tip the scales to his side. Exactly. The other thing is that, as far as I'm concerned, the real Salix is probably in the city that she was very adamant about us avoiding. Which means that, that makes like Ty could have turned uh, to. Salix into the authorities that had been looking for her. We need to make our way north anyway after we're done with Amina. I think the most important thing Tony, now you is might to find... Really low. Oh. Sorry. Better? Yeah. Okay. We should, uh, get, we should find the tailor and the tinkerer in aiding us with Salix. Do, do we play our hand now with Salix? No. Just wait. No, we we have eight days. We need a concrete plan. That's why I think we need to make a contact with the Talon Guard and they could assist. Also, we should find a way to remove her combat effectiveness. And just for shits and giggles, doesn't Glad have a bubble wand? Don't know. She's got the snot wand, the bubblegum wand. I'm not so so mad at getting that for her. Just saying. I always know you can petrify him, but it's another option. We still have seven days. We need a concrete plan. Let's find the palindrome. All right. Um, Salix has no indication that we're onto her. So we just play it cool. We don't try to pry her anything. Oh, Salix also knows about the deal with me. So I would like to not let her know any more about Solinar or my parents being here. If I can help, say it. nothing. Say nothing more, and don't be caught alone. Don't be caught alone. Yeah. Well, um, is, is that if she does, yeah, if if she does catch wind of your parents, you can easily just explain the only situation. the situation that led to that, and right. keep it isolated. Yeah. If we keep isolated information with everybody, I think that would be for the best. Um, I was gonna keep you go with Galahad in the event that we were not in the same room but keeping duo with them puts me more at ease and I'll also uh, put an alarm spell on their door yeah I'm gonna run upstairs I'll do that Um, essentially I'm going to put the alarm spell on their door only have it so that Myself, Galahad, um, Shanks, Argyle, and Glad can get in. Um, if my if my parents come out, it'll also trigger the alarm. But I'll at least will I know who triggered the alarm, or just know that the alarm was tripped. Um, it would. I think. It but would does it alarm it different from in and out? So I'll. So I'll. 
when I go back upstairs and set the alarm, I'll let my parents know, stay here until we figure out, um, you know, your ticket situation and get that settled. But otherwise, like, you guys are kind of under house arrest. But you'll, you'll be fine. I'm literally, I'll tell them, like, you know, I'm literally in the next room with Galahad. And duo, yeah, go and grab, duos with go you grab guys. some food for him and stuff. Yep, I got it. I'm basically I'm running back up and downstairs and doing all the things and whatnot. I'm bringing all my stuff to Galahad's room. I'll bring like the Dreamcatcher and all that other shit. Um, bag of holding is gonna be in Galahad's room. Uh, I'll let my parents know, bring them food, bring them drink, whatever the case is, and then I'll also. Um, give them like food and uh set the alarm shanks are we staying down here or well you're gonna need to get uh a copy of one of their tickets so that you can recreate it right yeah i'll give them mine cool. <sighs> yep or tickets i'll spend the rest of the night working on that all right. Um, Sleep the next day. Thanks. Um, oh, wow. I'll, I'll stay. Oh, what's up? You want to get uh, get started in teaching me how to contact Solonar? Yeah. Let's do it. Cool. Uh, Argyle, roll me a... Roll me a sleight of hand check. Hopefully you didn't burn your portents for the day. I think it has expertise in it, not, right? It does. Oh, uh, uh, I think. So that's a nat one. Uh, Oof. Plus a ten. It's an eleven, but it was a nat one. Yeah, you burned your portents, didn't you? Um, actually, let me double check oh. to see what I had last time because I haven't had a long rest yet. Yeah, I don't think you did. I rolled a 13 and a 10, and I don't think we used any of them for any. No, I don't think you did. Okay, so then that's a goddamn 13 plus 10. That is 23. Much better. But the way. You get a burst of vision seeing how bad you're going to fuck up the first one of these things. You only got four <laughs> sheets of paper, and you're like, okay, I'm not going to do it like that. And then you do it uh, a different, you attack it from a different angle and just knock them all out okay everyone takes their long rest uh oh well me, yeah, uh, me, I mean me exactly. I'm gonna role play it up I wasn't sure if it was a just oh a, yeah uh so where would would it be this is happening uh, at the same time that I'm working on the more or less yeah probably. well yeah, we'll we'll do we'll do this uh, we'll do this downstairs. So I hear uh, you guys I'll, I'll stay with discussing. Argo. Yeah, I hear you guys discussing that. Like you're gonna get ready to do everything, and before I start working, I turn around and I just wave my hand. Like, can you guys do that shit? Just like elsewhere. <laughs> we weren't planning on doing it here. Relax. Make sure those come out clean. I'm That's on it. Just keep, um, keep that keep that away from me. Thanks. If you uh, use disguise self as glad again we can go to the top of the ship and try that i'll put like my regular clothes on and whatnot that'll work 
I'll put on like my armor, light, and whatnot, and kind of just sit upstairs uh, with my bow and whatnot. Yeah, we'll be uh, at the top of ship at the opposite the bow mast. The uh, I don't know off the top of my head. <laughs> Doesn't really matter to me. Say right. The back side of the boat. Yeah. By the rudder or the stern or whatever the hell it is. I think it's stern. Is there, is there anybody like up or like around more or less? Besides a barrel chested like lynx looking to backseat that is uh, up on like the captain's perch or the, the captain's bridge mm-hmm. just behind the wheel, just sort of chilling. Okay. Looks like he's drinking a coffee, smoking a pipe. I'll like sit and just wait for Shanks. So you see Shanks um, sit down cross-legged style. And he asks, he puts out his hand for you to sit across from him. I'll do. He then lifts uh, his right hand in front of him and makes the elven sign for archery. I'll mimic the sign. He then raises his left hand and makes the elven sign for hunting. I'll mimic the sign again. He clasps both of his hands together and uses the dual hands to make the elven sign for survival. Stop laughing, Joe. I'm making this shit up as I go. <laughs> I almost interjected before you sat down saying, I am not describing this. You you decided to do this. Oh, yeah. so you, I, you didn't say that. I, I didn't get the, uh, Tommy, could I roll for a religion check to see what the hell <laughs> To see what the fuck is happening. <laughs> can you, is, there, is there like some lore that's already written out you could just tell me and I can relay that back to him? <laughs> that's pretty good, right? It's going oh, no, I'm, I'm digging it. Fucking go. Keep going. All right. Because so, as yeah, you're so explaining it, like I'm just thinking as a kid, I'm just like, Shanks is just doing this. <laughs> just <laughs> all this. That's why I'm giggling in my head. I'm just like, don't do it. Don't do it. <laughs> yeah. I'll follow so your motion. Yeah, and then you see, you see him uh, place his hands on his uh, knees, close his eyes, and go into a meditative state. As you as you say each thing, as you say archery, as or as you show archery, as you show hunting, and as you show survival, I'll say it in Sylvan. Okay. And at, at that point, Tommy, are we getting anything? Uh, it's a nice night. I mean, like you guys are you guys are meditating. It's not gonna happen first time. Yeah, yeah. Probably. That, that, totally, I assume that totally neither of you would expect that. But uh, no, and and I would have brought Wolfie, there, but I didn't want to alarm the captain. From there, after whatever certain period of time, um, Shanks opens his eyes and sees Zex. I'm guessing still has closed eyes. Yeah, um, kind of just waiting and trying to be patient. Reaches over to him and places. Uh, his two, uh, his index finger and um, pointing finger and presses them on his forehead as 
checks his father used to do to him. You can see now. I, I'm probably having a little kid like, uh, sure, Shanks. Not feeling it, but sure. Rest. Yeah. And if we are in favor, we shall receive something. Okay. And he makes his way downstairs back to uh, where Argon is. I'm going to stay on top a little bit more. Um, yeah, I'll stay on top a little bit more. Um, I'll have the bow in my lap and then um, I'll kind of just um, repeat uh, the words uh, archery hunting survival in Sylvan. And um, just kind of hoping and waiting. You don't really get anything in the way of like confirmation that it's working, that there's not like a magical touch to it, but you I would assume you figured it was gonna be like this, so Yeah, I would I would have given like a little bit more time than it took for me to have that like two visions. And then if I got nothing, I'd be like, alright, fuck it. And kind of be like a little bit frustrated with myself and head downstairs. I'll uh I'll take on my bedroll sleep on uh, the floor with uh, in Galahad's room um, take all my shit off and um, I'll pop Wolfie one more time kind of just be like uh, anything but as I like put my my head to it my forehead to his nose mm-hmm. uh, uh. alright he just they sits hear. down next to you. They, they, uh, they hear until I go to sleep. He just sits there and stares directly at the door. Cool. All right. Everyone takes their long rest at some point. Oh, if if possible, Tommy, when I return down with the Argo. I would smile. I don't know if I got would <laughs> reply back. Because I think the last words you gave was get that shit away from me. <laughs> are you, are you uh, saying he's... anything to me or just uh Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's 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 gonna he's gonna approach you about that. What would so make you, you so anti um Yeah, I see you coming back and I'm like, did you get any anything? Fuck no. That's not how it works. You know that. of when or any whatever it is that you all receive. Zex might have farted, but no, nothing crazy. Uh, in the direction, it might have been a sign. Are we all in our rooms yet, or? Yeah, you guys are. Yeah, you guys are in your room. You guys oh. are in your rest. Okay. Um, Tommy, I, if if I can, I would I would uh, set up Alchemy Shop and try and get my second day in for um special project. Sure, I'll say you can finish off the last couple of hours that you needed before you were okay. interrupted. Shady. Mm-hmm. So that even take his meditation. All right. 
Oh, did I peep Argyle's tickets? Oh, I'm sure you didn't. It, they looked fantastic. They looked fantastic. Well, it's hard to tell which ones were the which were the forgers. And he looks over to him. Was the original? Pops up soldier. But that what I do sometimes. All right, you guys take your long rest. Wake up the next morning feeling refreshed, invigorated, and still slightly paranoid because now you have that sort of like looming in the back of your head that you're going to have to try and like subdue someone that's been with you for like the last week and a half. So what would you guys like to do? Uh, I, uh, I just wake up and I make my way to get breakfast. I ain't starting this shit until I eat. Morning calisthenics, the whole nine yards. Yeah. Go to the eat, go to the deck, the whole thing. Sounds good. I'll head upstairs, uh, grab some food and whatnot for the parents, head back downstairs and have breakfast with them in their room. Sweet. Shanks, Argo, what are you guys up to? I'm going to try my luck and just have my pass on me. Uh, see if any questions me. I'm going to go try and get some food. Okay. I'll, um, I think I'll stay in the hall. That's Argo. I'll just grab me something and keep working. Visual, uh, anything specific you'd like to no, drink or eat? Surprise right. me. Sounds good. Cool. Um, no one questions you? Currently. It passed. If we're going to be doing some more moving around, I do have this guy's self. I'll ask it later on. Obviously, whoever's in their room, we could swap out and I could take their show form. Uh, are there any free rooms that you guys can take? Like, or did, did you guys check? No, we haven't checked in that, but I would assume place is booked up. Possibly not. Old during the day, I'll sneak around, see if I see any empty rooms or anything. Cool. Uh, you guys do see uh, Voyas, uh, Glad, and uh, Salix make their way up into the uh, down, actually down into the galley and get food and whatnot. Uh, and they all pretty much stick to their rooms. During the day, you see Voyas doing sort of like uh, like battle maneuvers, or, you know, just like sword play up on the top, sort of like going through. It, it looks like it's a, something like a form that she learned, and she's just sort of going through and doing all the different movements with her shield and her rapier. What would oh. you guys like to do? The day is yours. You. <laughs> 
I mean, we can literally skip to the day that you guys want to take down or, or try and subdue Salix because it's going to pretty much be more of the same. Um, yeah. Um, look for the the tailor. Qu- question, question, guys. Um, just so we're not like surprising Glad and um, Boyas with this. How do you, how do you how do you suppose we let them know? Because my only concern is is Voyas potentially not like Lads have been around us long enough to know like if we're doing something she's down. But um, Voyas being kind of new to this group and wanting to defend, really only caring about. Uh, I will Glad, speak. I will speak with Voyas. That would I was gonna suggest it. Perfect. We get Glad on our side. Glad and uh, I can speak with Voyas. Yeah. I would say Shanks or Argyle talk to um, Glad. I'm basically on parents' duty right now until uh, like their passes. Like I'll wait like a day of like you know, and then like kind of be like, all right, here are your passes. Walk around the ship and stuff, and just like be around them and whatnot. But like I'll be in, I'll try to be in like regular-ish clothes, um, not all geared up, um, and just travel with them. Um, Argyle, if you if you speak to Glad, um, remind her that Salix has uh, the the spells that we know, um, for instance, sleep uh, and that kind of stuff. So if you or her have the ability to dispel that potential magic, you know what I mean. Dispel and counterspell are two different spells just so you, oh it's counter spell with those dispel is to like dispel an effect that is already affecting somebody right counter spell is to counter it and stop it stop it before they ca- finish before they, ca- before they finish yes and as as cleric and do you guys even have counter spell um i can tell you right now glad does not i don't know if she would get it i don't i don't remember that they do i almost i'm like almost 100 percent sure that they don't yeah, I think that's more like a bard, wizard. Bard, wizard, and... Gotcha. Sorcerers. Sorcerer, yeah. And then uh, Paladins, Oath of Redemption, and Watchers get that. But, yeah. And Argyle, you don't have enough levels in Wizard to get that, right? No, he would have to be yeah. a good good amount. Good amount of... It's a third level. It's All a right. third level spell, but I think he would have to be at least... Uh, these five, five yeah yeah of wizard all right well just a reminder she's got that wand yeah okay so what's happening tell me i'm i'm essentially just on parent duty i'm uh making sure they're safe and they're calm and whatnot um i got the food i haven't really informed shanks. them about haven't informed them about anything but you know just want to see how they are galahad what are you up to i'm gonna walk around see if i can find a non-tabaxi okay and then ask aura if she's seen one as well all right uh and shanks and arga what are you guys up to Brought the food back down to Shanks. Um, but for now, and at some point during the day, I'll make my way over to uh, Glad and 
discuss everything that we talked about. And Tommy, I was just looking to put in the last four hours for um, the project, if possible. And after that, uh, probably Mask of Many Faces uh, uh, Tabaxi and then head up and try and see if I can find the Tinker or the Tailor. Okay. Um, anytime that I'm with my parents, I would send Duo uh, to Galahad. And then if I'm not, he'll go with my parents and we'll just keep uh, that kind of rotation. Um, and so I tell, I tell Duo to pretty much keep an eye out for anyone that isn't a tabaxi. Yep. Okay. Oh, it's, uh, you said, he said, looks like you. So, uh, with a long, a long beard or some kind. Yeah. Beard, uh, dark brown hair. Um, with both yours and Duo's passive perception as you're looking around, uh, Aura has not seen anybody, but like you guys, as far as she knows, are the only non tabaxi that are on the ship currently. Um, or at least you are, and she's like, I saw a, a tiefling earlier, and there's a couple of elves, and some lady with like orange spots on her face that was interesting. Uh, but you, you got that. That's all I've seen. Yeah, voice. That those of that's all I've seen. Uh, non Tabaxi. You guys don't see anybody either. All right. Uh, I thank her. <sighs> I feel like I keep doing this. <sighs> uh, I sit down and. Um, I'm going to pray on it. See if I can get a ping. <laughs> so I was like, I keep freaking doing this. High DC. Roll that religion. I know it's a high DC. <laughs> I know it is. So we'll see. Well, hey, can can Duo get... give advantage? Nope. Duo no. seems to be pretty smart. It's not a follower of Bahamut, though. No, no that's true. That's true. It's, it's not going to be it. It's not it, buddy. It's not me. I rolled a six plus a five. That's not it. All you feel is frustration. <laughs> <laughs> His own like, or Bahamut? Yeah, it's and it's not like a, a frustration overtakes you. You just feel more frustrated as you're sort of like, oh, I know I keep asking uh, for some shit, but um, I'm trying here. <laughs> I'm trying here, and there's the, like there's literally nothing here for me. Like I don't know. I got the I got the bird that can see. I've got a person, a contact. I'm walking around like <laughs> you would think finding a non tabaxi would be. Uh, well, the, that's what I just posted in the group. But the tinkerer we know is a non tabaxi, but we don't know if the other one is a tabaxi. Well, I mean, we know it's a palingard, so it, I don't know. Just are they, are, wait, have non human faces. Wait, you said the tailor does look like. The Tinker look like Tommy. The tailor who we're looking for, who's on the yeah, ship. Yeah, we don't. Yeah, we don't know what they look like. Oh, oh, yeah, oh. we didn't get any information. But I don't. Them. But I don't know uh, if we know Wait, what type are, of are race. they both? Are they both palingards? Yes. Guys, we so may they not. Would, it would look human, or they could be. No, anything. they can be anything. Because if the journeyman is a palingard, human or half elf, usually are the are the. Faces that they take, right? Oh, okay, okay. 
but they not... could be any variety of uh like humanoid of human of of half elf or yeah. uh human but we haven't but they, we haven't seen them but, but not, we haven't but not to yeah but not tabaxi no they do not regenerate into tabaxi no gotcha but okay me and duo and aura have not seen well she did say a couple half elves she, she mentioned glad salix voice and uh argyle oh okay i didn't know if your half elf your elves comment was more so like a a general in which there's one or are you just talking about like our group okay yeah basically your group on okay. the ship is like the are the only non-tabaxi besides sex um can duo hear well does he have really good hearing or no that's not his thing it's just eyesight right sight uh i don't think i got nothing for fucking hearing if you want something with hearing i can give you a small beast that can have good hearing but i don't i wouldn't know off the top of my head double double heartbeat oh you need something like echolocation or that's that that would be stupid high hearing that'd be like trying to listen for a pin drop in a fucking a party room all right um all right i have an idea and now and go i'm, I'm, I'm kind of going back based off our conversation uh are are these two pound guards are they looking for us or they're just kind of in they're here. looking for variants of us if i remember correctly i think uh the tinker said something about that he knew someone in our group was sus is that right tommy what he said was that he had gotten a report of there being one person in the party that was potentially a variance which is why he asked you questions about uh was any anybody acting differently than they normally would you know like going through all of the questions basically trying to figure out if he could confirm that there was potentially a uh, variant in your party but he had been uh, they they were covertly tracking you guys because they were trying to figure out what was going on but now i would assume because they these two pinned one they now know we're onto them yes the, like logically they would they would know like all right, well, now we know we're being... Yeah, and also before oh, yeah, yeah, Tinkerer left, I had uh, asked him to, if he was going to approach, if they've made it to the ship before we did or anything like that, to approach you specifically, Galahad, um, you know, with a code word to let you know that we've established connect, uh, communication to speed things up and you wouldn't instantly regard them as uh, hostile. Yeah, go, go ahead uh, and let them know what that was. So if any of anybody approaches you, and simply says that um, we're still working on getting pamphlets for you. Um, you know, it's the Palangard. Okay, and just so I know, uh, Palangards are not Celestials, right? Okay. No, they are not. You would have said this. You would have said this to us at night, right? So I have this knowledge. Yeah, in my head. yeah of course. Yeah. yeah. All right. So what I'm gonna do is, I'm, I'm gonna grab a drink. I'm gonna sit at the lounge. And next to my drink, I'm going to keep my Medusa's coin next to it. And wait. Roll me a D100. You're you're the one I specifically set for them to approach. Yeah. 100? All right. 76. 
76. About two hours and maybe four or five drinks into uh, the afternoon, a slender uh, female tabaxi stops at the table and says, That's an interesting sign. Yes. What is it for? It's a, it represents a, a bar that a good companion of mine owns. Hmm. Interesting. Well, I've never seen you here before, or on this ship. First time. So how are you dealing with the heights? I'm from the mountains. Heights don't bother me. May I take a seat? Of course. Uh, roll me a quick perception check, y'all. Have. <laughs> okay. Oh shit! Wow! Look at that. Uh, straight seventeen. Wow. <laughs> as as uh this tabaxi is sitting down with you like you're sort of in line of sight of aura and you like see her like mean mugging this other tabaxi <laughs> like oh <laughs> uh, that's yeah, funny I got the seven kid. days left you keep your fucking hands off him. <laughs> <laughs> trying to get that kind of fury that's Poor funny. Girl. That is funny. <clears throat> All right. So she sits down next to this, this uh, cat saying that next to me, right? Uh, across from you. Across from me. Okay. Um, so your first time. Wow. First time in Nemora? Yes. First time in Nemora. Uh, so my, uh, my friend was catching up with his family. Now we're making our way oh. down south. Uh, where are you from originally, if you don't mind my asking? Uh, I, I grew up in uh, Nemora. Um, so, because it's Sloan isn't going to work, let me just uh, go to my, my notes. Not, but, all right, I'm just going to say uh, I'm uh, from the Guthakanathi clan, the Goliaths up north. Oh, interesting. Very cool. Yes. Uh, yes. My name is... Uh, you can you can call me Summer. Summer, uh, Galahad. And is Duo with me? Or oh, yeah. no? I feel like Duo is definitely with you, and he's like on your shoulder, like, uh, like and- back and forth, sort of. <laughs> <laughs> and the the Bloodhawk is Duo. Sort of looks over. Hi. Oh. He talks. Yes, he he, he speaks. Ah. He's been keeping me company here. <laughs> Very interesting. Indeed. So, you've just come down to Nymora and you're heading to the Heartwood? Yes. Oh. Pilgrimage of some sort? I don't know if, uh, and she sort of looks at your chest. I don't know if Bahamut has a shrine down in the Heartwood. Uh, yes. Um, it's one of those things of when you pledge yourself 
to a deity. You also want to educate yourselves of all the other religious beings, beings of power in the land. And so I took it upon myself and to be with some of my compatriots. Let's just make it way to the heartwood and see what the Arbiter is all about. I've only heard, only heard so many tales about her. It and is you? Quite, uh, uh, a pilgrimage. Uh, it is uh, very beautiful. I, I do enjoy the sights of the city. And uh, it's just, I mean, it's this heart of our home. I mean, you can pretty much see it everywhere, especially in Amora being up in the treetops. Yes, it's uh, vastly different from what I'm used to, as you could imagine. <laughs> I can only imagine. I've never actually been up into the gathering storm. Yes, uh, it's a. It's been a while. From, it's been a while since I've been there, but from what I uh, recall, it's quite. It's quite nice, and the fact that all the clans and how everything works together over there, it's. Uh, it is something to. It is a sight to be seen. It is, from what I hear. Well, I uh, I wish you luck on your your journey and your seeking of knowledge. You too, Summer. Are you traveling alone, or you have uh, a party with you as well? Oh, I'm I'm traveling by myself. And she sort of puts her hand over yours and says, "Thank you very much for speaking with me." Shall I see you around summer? Who knows? And she sort of walks back towards the stairs. Man, all these fucking cats, man. <laughs> You're a big boy. <laughs> You're a big, strong, handsome boy. Strong man. You got your silver fox. And <laughs> listen, listen. He's like, uh, maybe I will hear some more tabaxi cry. <laughs> <laughs> hey, yo. Oh, oh man. man. You about to be the the, uh, the side piece for some, like, well-to-do, <laughs> like, <laughs> well-to-do rich tabaxi. Hey, if you know Sugar Mama wants to pay for some new armor, like, why yeah, not? Well, listen, you know. Gotta find the new enchanter. Hey, he, he, <laughs> he is an oath of conquest. <laughs> yeah. Hey. Yep. 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 All right. Well, I caught the attention of someone, but not the person I was looking for. <laughs> All right. That's funny. Hey. So summer, and then there was Aura. Uh, oh, uh, out of game. Uh, I will tell you that. Uh, uh, let's see where you were. Uh, summer's full tabaxi name is Beauty of Summer. And Aura's full name is Aura of Passion. Okay. And, uh, Granted, Galahad doesn't know that yet, but I figured I th- you would find that a little. Find them both on this issue. Uh, if, you could have the, <laughs> if you could have the beauty of summer and the whatever the hell of passion, Aura of Passion, <laughs> Aura of Passion. I mean, like be on I the could, same page. I could passion totally see summer. Galahad doing like the Burt Reynolds spread <laughs> on like. Uh, on a dire tiger rug <laughs> in wow. the fireplace. Wow. Oh, man, that's funny. All right. Um, 
I don't know. I think these are regular NPCs, so I'm just gonna put them in my notes. Does that need to go into the G top? <laughs> I, I got them in my notes too. I'm just you know, just the case. Okay. Uh Is it aura passion and uh, beauty of summer? Beauty of summer. Uh, Tommy, did you catch my part where uh, if I would have saw Salix in the morning at any point, I would have um, hunter marks uh, them? Sure. Uh, has not moved from their uh, their room. Pretty much only is either in their room or goes up to the gallery to get something to eat or drink. Or okay. use the ba- or use the lavatory. Got it. Okay. Yeah, if I see them after the sp- uh, if I see them like right before the spell would drop uh, at that eight hour mark, because I'm casting both at uh, third, I would re uh, redo it because it's just a verbal thing. Mm-hmm. Okay. Woozy <laughs> of the streets. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, that's funny. Yeah, she's the cracked out tabaxi hooker. <laughs> oh my god, man. She's the blue chip. She's the blue cover. Let's she's, go. She's the, she's the blue chip hanging out at the deck. Hey, uh, I got some copper pieces uh, floating around in my pocket. Let's go. Hey, baby. <laughs> oh, man. oh, no. Hey, sugar. <laughs> are we back? Are we back in the Vistani camp? Um, that voice <laughs> works for everybody. <laughs> that works. That voice works for everyone. Um, oh, you're going to give my emphysema a little bit <laughs> for its money. <laughs> oh, man. In there seven days on that ship. Can't be picky. <laughs> We don't all have Galahad swag, you know. <laughs> I mean, of, of just, of just sitting there. This is existing, and it's like, whoo, oh shit! It's- Big, strong muscle so, man, and John a whole has a sword me. that's bigger than they are. Like, ooh, he's real bad. Had a drink. And Connor's fury too. You know what? Shit. You know what they say about big feet. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness, that's funny. This whole ship adventure is something else. <laughs> six days, six more days of this shit. <laughs> the love boat. I mean, you know, I'm sharing a bunk with fucking three other people, so I'm right. <laughs> Are you guys gonna go check to see in if there are empty shit. rooms? Uh, yeah, yeah, sure, why not? Yeah. All right. Tommy, let me know if I'm fortunate enough to get that four hours in before the fuckery happens. What fuck? My first attempt is going to be simple at the rooms. Mm-hmm. Oh, go ahead, Shanks. Oh, just just like uh, if he gets the amount of time in to to finish yeah, I'd it say not. so. Unless Argyle decides he's like, I'm bored. I'm going to go do something. Uh, I would say. <laughs> well, I'm going to walk up and down the aisles uh, where all the rooms are, and and just turn all the doorknobs and see if any of them just open right off the bat. All right. And Tommy, right. can I have can I have that moment where like, you know, he he holds open the vial and his eyes go wide and he's like so proud of himself. Golden golden eyes go wide. And uh I, simultaneously as he's having this moment of like eureka and he's created something, uh Argyle reaches out to a doorknob. Yeah, evens or odds. Uh evens. 
turns and pushes in. Do you stick your head in? It, it's open. You like you literally open. just turned it. Going to stealthily. 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 <laughs> roll for stealth first. Skulker. Skulker. Yeah. You are. I would say this is a skulker moment. Warrior potentially having uh well yeah because I'm lightly I'm, I'm obscured by the doorway. Yep. Yeah, um, important. Fuck that. That was a two. Uh, so I'll use the 8 plus 10, so 18. 18? Peek your head in. Uh, there doesn't seem to be anybody in this particular room. No bags, uh, no belongings? Uh, no, nothing of the sort. It's uh, the one directly next to the stairway going down. So the stairways that you would have come up. Okay, you I see. walk that. in. Walk across the start walking across so, the mouth. This one right here, yeah. This one? Perfect. Okay. Um I look around, I double check, and make sure the sheets don't look like anybody's been here. No, it looks like belongings. Nope. It Perfect. looks like it is empty. Alright, so I find Shanks. Uh Shanks, I found a room for us. Looks like uh I mean it doesn't look like anybody's been in it. Okay. Um, the first room on the left uh, to the staircase leading down. So when we come up from here, it'd be the first room on our left. What uh, what room did they say Salix was in? Hmm? Oh shit, it's the one right next. Well, out of game. It's the one right next. <laughs> <Alex>. <laughs> we have a whole base of operations <laughs> right next door from Salix. Let's <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, don't talk too loud. That- First yeah. door that he grabbed. Yeah. Oh, yeah that's funny. Is, let's keep it down. All right, Galahad bust through the door like a little wall, like Kool-Aid man. We fucking got this. It's, it's all part <laughs> of the plan. It's going to be great. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, to be fair, you guys do share a language that most of the rest of the group does not speak or understand. That's true. And we also can talk. Get your Infernal say. up on par. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's on, yeah, it's on point, can. huh? Well, no, there are other party members that could speak thieves can't but yeah as long as we speak something that Salix can't speak oh shit I didn't oh, never mind I just realized I got something else <coughs> I can tell All right. um, but anyway I, I hold up the vial and go what do you uh, what do you what do you got there what'd you make the, the thing I was telling you about yesterday for Galahad oh and he starts with the, the eyebrows bouncing up and down. Like, yeah. <laughs> uh, so we're going to need some of that. That's going to be the only thing that uh, he's going to be able to stand up to those suits with. Have you have you told him? No. It's a surprise. And he looks down at his cut uh, displacer cloak and goes, you didn't have to cut it, you know? Like, you could have just asked you, me if... The way you explained it was you needed a piece of stuff. I yeah, but, I don't know how this works. Okay. I'll, I'll patch it up for you. So we'll, t- we'll take a piece from what? Galahad. Don't worry. I, I got it. <laughs> what? <laughs> Leave my club alone! When are you, uh, you going to tell him what it does? Well, I'm going to give it to him now. If I oh, let's go. Has he uh, gotten any word? 
Has anybody gotten any uh, word from? Last I heard, he was up in the lounge. Haven't seen him since. Wanna go pay a, uh, pay a visit upstairs? Yeah, let's go. Back up my shit. <clears throat> that way. Gal had your uh, summer has just left you. Cool. And uh, you see, uh, I assume Shanks and Argyle. Oh, and and just to remind you, Tom, I'm in like a non, like a nondescript Tabaxi. Oh, non, and you see a another Tabaxi uh, walking up with Argyle. I give Very the nondescript the nod. <laughs> would my uh, would I notice the um? Passion throwing those those dagger eyes in their direction with my passive perception. I would say actually you probably notice a a slender female tabaxi like comes down the stairway as you guys are coming up, and as you're coming through, you can see like the tabaxi that's at the bar sort of like turning back away from the actual uh, stairwell. So like was probably looking in that direction. <laughs> So we head over and uh, the nondescript tabaxi. Nondescript tabaxi. <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't know, it's you. Like, you're walking with right. Argyle. <laughs> like, if it was just you, I'd be like, all right, cool, this makes sense. But you're literally walking with Argyle. <laughs> Nondescriptly, just walking with the red. Also, are not <laughs> wanted on this plane. I don't know why you keep changing your appearance here. Oh, no, no. Be, uh, the idea is, is that in here, Nobody, I haven't seen anybody that wasn't tabaxi for the most part, besides us. Oh, so if okay. I'm just kind of a tabaxi, then I'm gotcha. just another tabaxi. All right. Anyway, y'all anyway. walk up. The yeah, nondescript so tabaxi and the red tiefling <laughs> walk up to me uh, after noticing the barkeep looking from the direction they were coming from. Right. Okay. So the, the summer has left already, right? Yeah, you, that's who you saw. Yeah, yeah that's the one we saw coming by. Okay. Yeah. So yeah. So Shanks heads up to you, and um, and he goes, "I got something for you," and he hands you a potion of what is it? Enlargement. Large reduce. Large reduce. Phrasing. Yeah, got to be yep. a little more specific. <laughs> this this will enhance your size uh, and performance. <laughs> <laughs> and I, as you tell me that I'm like I look at him and I'm like I don't think I need that right now no 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 it will make you strong <laughs> and he he describes like <laughs> I look at Shank's attempt to explain this and I turn to Galahad your all of you your your stature it's it would make you larger than you already are oh like the spell is it like the spell but like in, well actually he describes seeing um uh Boyas increase during the uh during the battle and from that got ideas from getting the recipe book and figured that if he could apply the time he might actually be able to make a concoction that would do the same for you all right i'll take that bet you will 
pop one of those with the elven speed and we've got ourselves a hulk you are a battering ram it, it's it'll be insane what's that potion called second out of inventory uh enlarge reduce okay or reduce enlarge all right cool you're gonna need this if we have to come up across the mech suits all right i'll keep it uh i'll keep it handy any contact with uh Uh, i've made contact just not contact with with uh who we're looking for you make contact with uh tabaxi woman i described the tabaxi that we passed (laughs) in the hallway uh yes you mean you mean uh summer summer I would yes. have thought it was the other tabaxi that was sort of eyeballing you from across over there. Oh, do you mean you mean Aura? Aura. Yes. So you're on a first name basis <laughs> with everyone around here, huh? <laughs> All now right. we're going at Argyle. I hope he doesn't <laughs> use that potion prematurely. <laughs> well, good thing I explained that it's a different type of reduce and large and. Uh, we have what seven days left on this ship? Uh, yes. yes. Gonna save some for the rest of us. <laughs> <laughs> I, I just look at him like, I don't know about you. I've just been sitting here. Shit. I gotta fucking make an effort and do everything else in the world, and <laughs> you just exist and that's just flock to you. Okay. Well, no, to, to be to jealous be, for so many reasons. To be transparent, I've been speaking with Aura because she was the the barkeep and the, the barkeep here on the first day, and, and, and I'm uh, sure her seeing you in a dire tiger didn't didn't do anything, right? I did apologize for that. It was inappropriate. I don't think she minds. Was it? I wasn't thinking. You again? You had one job at the Ooh. time. Technically, at at, at got the at, information we needed at at the time, at the time. So at the time. My reaction was appropriate. But now, your actions make sense. Oh, that's good. We're coming up in the world, Argyle. Yes. We're coming up in the world. But Guys this- missed out on pocket sand. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to go uh, grab us some drinks. I'll be right back. <clears throat> All right. Uh, I'll still be keeping an eye out. I'll, I'll still be keeping an eye out for uh, the Tinkerer or Taylor. You still don't see anybody but Tabaxi besides the, you know, Salix during the day. If, if you guys are just chilling up there, like, you'll see the other group members of your group that have been sticking to the rooms come up to grab food. Uh, Galahad, have you spoke to Voyas yet? Uh, no, I was hoping to have uh, got L'Oreal with me since Voyas needs to, was looking for three of us. So if two out of the three come to her with this information and it would be more plausible. Sounds like a good idea. <clears throat> but uh, I was hoping me sitting here with the Medusa's token would prompt the Taylor to show up, but uh, 
No. No, just 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 uh just summer. That was it. Alright, well, for the most part, whenever you get a chance, uh, grab Glad and see what you can do. Oh, uh, did you have that conversation with her? And then we're gonna are we gonna take it as a it went well or we're gonna RP it when when Larice shows up again or what are we gonna do? I'll RP it if we need to. Okay. If you to. I, I, I don't, because I, I gotta, I gotta, I'd rather know what the outcome was or whatever her feelings are, and then we'll do that with Voyas. But essentially within the seven days, we'll, I'll take her with me to talk to Voyas. How about this? We'll do, uh, is it both, uh, Shanks and Galahad going to talk to Glad, or is it just Galahad? Yeah, I would I would go and talk to Glad with with him, but they he's going he's going to go with Glad to talk to Voyas. Yeah, of course, because Voyas don't give a fuck about Shanks. All right, so uh, roll persuasion with advantage, Galahad. Oh, okay. All right, uh, persuasion. And- Thirty twenty. Thirty twenty. Um I sat at the bar while you guys uh uh so as you're explaining all of this, she seems very skeptical at first, and then you continue to sort of outline this out and she goes Well I, like I said before, when I, I joined back up with you guys, my memory has not been the best thing, um, but I, I do remember Salix saying something about he how he was practicing like druidic magic. I, I think I remember that when you guys when we first met them. Um, I mean, I wasn't with you guys really for that long, but I remember they had had that sort of air about him. And when we were when we were looking for, uh, I think it, Shanks had suggested uh, for me to cast detect magic, something about magical signatures. And I had said that she was like enveloped in an aura of like shadow or like blackish purple there, there was no druidic sort of aspect to it. it was all shadow it didn't dawn on me at the time I mean, I mean this is like one of the first times I really had talked to them outside of when we had just met them so it was right you know, after <clears throat> right after the, they, get back to, they got back to us yes so <sighs> I mean, that makes sense. All right. We uh, need to. She's like, need... cut. She's like, fucking. It's like, Coraline. Why? For the fucking protector. <laughs> she's like, God damn it. Another fucking mole. She's like, on the verge of like, be like, rage and rage. She's like, this is fucking bullshit. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> well, we need to. You and I need to speak with Voyas. <clears throat> Since Voyas was looking for the three of us, 
if you and I speak with her, I think we can get her on our side. And then we make our plan. Of course. Why would you like to speak with Voyas? Yeah, when she's in her room by herself or if we catch her by herself. I'm pretty sure she's just been in there meditating or something. I don't I don't know. Alright. So uh I say we go to it now then. Uh has anyone and I say look at has anyone seen Salix? I mean only occasionally like walking down the hall going towards the restrooms or going upstairs okay and you also <clears throat> have seen her throughout the day or at least during like the heavier sort of like normal meal time you see yeah salix and glad and voice and their own different times to be going up to grab food we're just acknowledging them as regulars or whatever like the head nods and the haze and all the other fun shit uh, okay, yeah. Um, yeah, let's talk to Voyez and then see how that goes. All right. Say so come in, uh, Voyez is um, sort of like a low rhythmic chanting, um, sitting in like a lotus position. Um, it's in a language that neither, neither of you understand. Um, when upon entering she sort of comes out of this like trance that she's in and yes very matter of factly uh, hello voice um it has uh, come to our attention that shanks and argyle and zex's parents are here with us okay they uh got here and they talk about what happened at Nymora. Uh, the whole nine and how they uh, were looking and they found the person and essentially tell her from what we understand uh, Salix the one that the daughter of the void was telling you to look for along with us Mm -hmm. the Salix with us here is not that same Salix you're sure of this yes uh, based off the information given to us by Argyle and Shanks and by Gallad L'Oreal's own account of the speak hearing about them before and when she was looking at them through magical eyes saw a difference one of darkness shadow well I knew that she was a shadow magic user that's what? What? None of the druid magic. Yeah, with yeah. none of the druidic magic. With uh, none of the druidic magic, they were mentioned. They were practicing. Interesting. But the flame showed me a woman. No, this is true. We we had Salix, but then we were ambushed, and then the Salix that we know now came back to us. I oh, don't forget they could, they told us before that they could change gender. Oh, yeah. Was, yeah. Yeah. The Voyage doesn't know that. Right. And that, uh, 
Salix to change her. Uh, uh, Salix was a uh, male when we first met them, correct? Correct. Was male when it was kidnapped. <laughs> okay. So Salix was male when we first met them. And then when we were ambushed by the Displacer Beasts and they came back to us, they were the woman you see today. Interesting. But they were speaking of the void uh, from the beginning. We knew this about them from when we first met them. That's correct, right? If I recall, I, mm-hmm. we knew that. that from, we knew that shit. We knew thing. that shit from yeah. the jump. Yeah. Yeah. So you started talking about the daughters of Chris and and Salvis is like, oh, I know that shit. Let me tell you about it. Yeah. So what you what you were told, it is true. Just we don't believe that this Salix with us today is uh, with the uh, right intentions, and that if they get one of the boons. They could not lead well. You see Voya sort of think about that for a moment and go, I I feel like the daughter of the void would know who her charge was. I honestly feel in, in my soul that this variant this anti-salix would not be able to receive the boon do you think it would be wise for us to take them to the temple and not confront well if they are a mole then it would behoove us to not have them with us anymore I would say would be the most logical course of action She puts her hand on the hilt of her rapiers. Do we need to take care of this now? No, we still have six, six days. Yes. Uh, we still have six days on this airship. Well, there's no need to bring violence onto the ship or any retaliation to bring the ship down. It, it's not, it's not prudent. We should at least. We should keep it as if we are as is till we get to the hardwood. How or if uh, an opportunity presents itself or any sort of magical means to contain them, uh, it's not my best. I can't keep anyone contained for more than an hour. So it's not my strong suit. I look at Glad. I don't know if she has anything to add to that, but Glad's like, uh, I mean, I, I got healing and and you know, blow shit up. And well, we don't have to do anything now. If you wish to, if you wish to pray on it and come back to us, please do. Roll me pers- uh, persuasion with advantage. Okay. Uh, 24. I believe you. I will pray, though. But I believe you. You please inform me when you decide to make your move. If you need me, I will be here to assist. Otherwise, I will stay out of the way 
I say we need everyone when that chance comes because we don't know what they're capable of. Well, if she is all shadow magic, she must be fairly powerful at this point. Use caution. I will. Thank you, Voyas. Thank you for informing me. Of course. You were of this party. As you keep like a bow of the head, like, thank you. I'll leave you to your prayers. I'm sure I'll see you around throughout the ship. Of course. If anything changes, let me know. Of course. She begins to go back into that sort of like deep chant. All right. Um, I guess I go back to, I go back up to the bar since that's where Argyle's at. Okay. And uh, is uh, Shanks still with us or he's kind of, he went back to the bar as well since he didn't go into the Voyage room. Uh, no. Okay. I'm not sure where uh, Shanks went off to. Uh, we'll just say <clears throat> the nondescript tabaxi wandered off for a little bit. Sounds about okay, right. Okay, I'm here. I'm here. Hello. <laughs> the nondescriptive tabaxi. <laughs> non- tabaxi. Nondescript tabaxi. Nondescript tabaxi comes back. At, that's a t-shirt idea right there, just nondescript tabaxi. <laughs> I'm writing it down. <sighs> just in like aerial block cluttering, nondescript tabaxi. What, what, did, I, what did I miss? Convince Voyas. Uh, yep. He was just we're, going back up to okay. the bar area. Yep. So we're all good. Um, I go grab a drink from from Aura. Galahad, uh, <clears throat> we were just talking about you, actually. Oh. He's <laughs> telling me about all the things that you've killed so far. Ah, uh, yes. Yes. And, uh, explaining every individual little piece of uh, clothing that you wear and uh, trophies. Yes, the cloaks. Yes. You killed that yourself? Oh, that help. Pointing at the, at the <laughs> obviously insinuating the uh, dire the tiger. The dire tiger. Like you uh, can, she doesn't say it out loud, but her eyes go directly to the hat, the like the cape on your side. Uh, I uh He did actually um I, saved I, my life. Uh it was attacking the, me and I put the fire. I've been for him, I wouldn't be here right now. <laughs> is Shanks hearing all of this? Oh, I'm sure if the non-description he is walking around. Yeah. It's I just I just I just lean over to Galahad and go, it's a it's a potion of growth. <sighs> I remember that night uh like it was la- like like it was yesterday. Um Saved my life. Uh, well, the the, the, uh, the party wouldn't be here at all. The time for uh, Galahad. All right, all right, all right. Let's not uh, let's not overindulge. Oh, give yourself some credit, Galahad. Oh my goodness. So the nondescript tabaxi goes. Wait, you're you're the Galahad, like the Galahad of Barovia. Of Barovia. Oh my god. Yes. <laughs> Aura has a confused look on her face because she doesn't know what the fuck Barovia is. This oh. this guy single handedly 
saved a demi plane. I did not. I did not. I had. Uh, I could have sworn the he hit something eight, so the, fucking the, hard. The eight a black hole appeared and dragged the whole goddamn castle inside. It was amazing. I. I. I, I have heard stories of. I don't. I don't. Can know I this, get your autograph? I don't know this. 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 This tabaxi next to me. <laughs> Clearly, it's a fan who's heard of your tales and your greatness, Galahad. Oh, God, you're not helping. I was there. Galahad. Jinx walks off. I Jinx was there. walks off at that point. Argyle, roll me a perception check real quick. Really, really bringing attention to us. Yeah, I know. I know. <laughs> I, I, I know uh, I that is an 18. 18. Um, as uh, Galahad is like, uh... Argyle, what are you doing? You actually see, like the t- like small end of like a folded piece of parchment s- starting to sort of slip out from underneath his like the his gauntlet. Oh shit! <laughs> summer got you. Fucking <laughs> summer got me. <laughs> summer got you. <laughs> hmm. What would I have to roll to try and oh. turn it up <laughs> and take it at the same like? Wow. Just try and sneak it out without uh, anybody noticing. Sleight of hand. Come on. Uh, all you have to do is touch his hand. Natural fucking 20! Let's go! <laughs> okay, can I roll oh, anything or no? Oh, it's just happening. Plus my it. 10. So that's a 30. <laughs> so no, it's fucking happening. There's no way. There's no way. I'm not, I'm no not way. Woo! I'm not beating that. Oh, shit. Just, so, uh, as, as you raise, yeah, I just uh, try to of all the pet time you, to and I swipe 20. the fuck. I know, when we don't need it the worst. Uh, <laughs> I, I swipe that. It's a small piece of parchment, fits right in the palm of your hand, slides right out. You just sort of like tap him like, hey, it's okay. And you just sort of grab it as you slide down and, and take it as you're and just right in this pocket. All right, well, I'll, I'll I'll leave you two to it. I have a couple of things I have to fucking, take care of. Fucking ropes. Aura? <laughs> Aura, it was a pleasure meeting you. And uh, Galahad, I will see you later. Yes. I'm sure of it. I walk uh, off with my new trophy because I want to read it. And a nondescript tabaxi follows you. 